was fast. <laughs> oh, we're live? Yeah, it was it, that usually that takes like ten seconds yeah, to I transition. Know. Uh, wow. I don't know why it's that was First of all, if you're an adult in the United States, have you voted? Be honest. Be I, honest. I will absolutely I mean, I uh, basically uh, voted right before the show. Dropped it off at my polling place. Couldn't find a parking spot. It was really kind of annoying, but you know, I managed to get that over there. So if you haven't voted, I'm sorry. You're not allowed to watch the show. <laughs> the best part about the That's whole it. thing, though, is That's that at rules. least, at least in Santa Monica here, there was no voter suppression. That's going right. on all Nothing over the place. Yeah. Hey, look, uh, that's the rule. All right. If you wanted to change the rule, maybe you should have voted. But yeah. anyway, uh, if you're also interested. And you don't have cable news like I don't or any TV at all. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Washington Post is actually doing their election coverage on Twitch. So if you're interested in seeing what a Twitch chat looks like when it comes to election results, you can go check it out. It's not as bad as you would think. I mean, like it's at six thousand views, right? So if if it got to like League of Legend levels, I'm sure. Hundred thousand. Yeah, uh it's the worst. God awful. The worst. So yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) But I mean, shout outs to them for using modern media to, to, oh, yeah, to stream their stream their coverage to you know appeal to the younger audience. You know, I like it a lot. Gamers. It's very cool. So we're gonna talk about a few things tonight. Uh, as you see up on the top here, Smash Ultimate had its last direct, Nintendo Direct, and there was some good news out of that. Yeah, the game is stuff. coming out so much sooner than I even possibly imagined. You Next know? month. Yeah, I, I, for month, some reason, I, I, for Smash Ultimate always feels like it's way out there because yeah. like all these other fighting games had to come out first and they're all out They now. did, yeah. <laughs> they're all out yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> they did. Uh, we're going to talk about a bunch of tournament results and invitational results including the Latin American finals and some other stuff. Uh, we're going to talk about some discussion points including eSports Arena is working with Walmart. What's going on there? Uh <laughs> What's going on there is the question. Uh, well, I, I actually just wanted to do a little preview for the IPS Injustice Pro Series finals, which are going to be next Tuesday. That's a good idea. And then assorted other stuff. Wrong, ZXC Just. They actually need to mod Street Fighter V's Ken face into Smash is what they need to do. Ooh, boy. <laughs> Let's talk about Smash Ultimate. Let's talk, yeah, okay, all right. Okay, okay. All right, all right. So it, right, so it was the last Nintendo Direct... Uh, for Smash Bros. Well, yeah, for Smash Bros. Uh, before it comes before out. Before it comes Ultimate. out, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. um, They announced a couple of characters. Yeah, we talked about the, the, the leak list from before, which obviously turned out to be... Like, I want to do the fart noise, but I just can't... Please. God. Look, you I do have that 30 so years well. of practice. You do so. that so well, dude. Okay, okay. But, uh, yes, so uh, we talked Most about that. Most of that didn't work yeah, out. Uh-huh. I mean, Isaac turned... I thought they were all going to show up as assist trophies, and maybe that's what the leak was about, because Isaac showed up as an assist trophy. But I just want to go on record that last week, from that entire leak list, the one that I said that would be most likely to show up was the Ken Echo Fighter. Nice work. Nice work. So either I have inside information, Could be. yeah, or I, I just I just logicked it because it's easy and it makes nice work. sense. So. Did you guess Incineroar? Dude, when he showed up, I saw him and I was like, no idea who this is. Must be a Pokemon. <laughs> I didn't, I mean, I didn't know who he was either. But uh, we'll talk about what they do in a little bit. And then towards the end, 
It was also announced that Piranha Plant yes. is coming. Yeah. Oh, by the Smash. way, I just want to address what Mr. Friday said in the chat. So they showed a bunch of assist trophies. I guess we'll get. Oh, actually, we'll wow, get we into that. Later. We'll get. Stuff, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, we'll get into that later. Um, but yeah, Ken, Incineroar, Piranha Plant, other DLC. Yes, five more DLC that they're adding. You know what the I. You know what I loved about the direct was just the pure candidness of Sakurai. He was just like, look. We haven't. Been, we wanted to put Piranha Plant. Just didn't have time. We're still working on it. So it'll be free. There's five DLC. It's gonna be paid. We haven't started working on them yet. So anything can happen. Yeah. They're like, please use the wired cable when you play online. That was sick, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That yeah. was awesome. Yeah, I was actually really surprised at how much they were like just being so straightforward with like a bunch of stuff they were saying. Yeah. I mean, I'm. It's. Even before talking about the characters, I was yeah I was very encouraged by that with respect to the idea of how well they're going to support mm-hmm, Smash mm-hmm, Ultimate mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as a game and maybe even as like a competitive game. Um, obviously, there is going to be ongoing support DLC, right? right? Mm-hmm. Which implies maybe potentially other changes as well, um, balancing and the like. And you know, they, it's been, they said they were going to monitor. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it's it's been unknown whether they're going to be supporting the game in a competitive gaming sense, in an esports sense, in the same way that they have like for Arms mm-hmm. and for uh, Splatoon and stuff. Right. But the fa- the fact that they talked about, or even or maybe implied, ongoing support that they were as frank about something like please use your wired yeah, connection yeah, yeah. instead of uh-huh, Wi-Fi, uh-huh. that like implies to me that there's a chance at least that they are interested in actually supporting the game in a competitive sense. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, you uh-huh. know, it doesn't prove it. It's just like, if they if they didn't do any of those things, then I would be less, I would have less of a feeling less that it might chance. Less want to convince chance. yourself that, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, I, I mean, I hope it happens. That would be really <laughs> awesome. Yeah. But, I mean, so, three new characters in the game. Now, obviously... Uh, one of the main things to talk about, of course, is the immediate backlash that was received in the game. Because everybody wanted Gino, everybody wanted Isaac, and Isaac's the dream from Isaac was killed by the assist trophy. He was an assist trophy, and all these other characters. And everybody was mad because they put in a plant. They put in Piranha Plant. And like, I guess a lot of people are like, nobody wanted this, and so they're super mad about it, and... I think it's hilarious. That that character is so sick. Uh, of course, I had no, never have thought. Right. Never yeah, yeah, like that uh, would have been uh-huh. a dumb joke that I thought two seconds and maybe didn't even say. Right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's too. It's too dumb. But it's 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 funny and the way that they actually did it. It actually looks great. The animation he looks, looks so excellent. Cool. <laughs> he has all this range. It looks like he has probably cool options rather than instead of just looking like he's a cool, uh-huh. uh, actually graphically looking character. Uh, I'm I'm excited for him. Yeah. I thought it was a neat idea. I mean, I, that said, obviously nobody expected it. but Right. But I mean, like, I, I like having surprises like that, right? And I mean, look. Of course I like plant. You know me. I like the weirdos. Dude, everybody uh, has, I mean, you, you like the plant in Injustice, right? So That's true. I do play the plant in Injustice. <laughs> but uh, everybody was like, last game was like, put in Ridley, put in Ridley. And here's Ridley. They put in Ridley for you. Wasn't there another character that everyone clamored for that he Probably. showed up? Because there's like 7,000 characters in this yeah. game, right? And so he put in Ridley. Like everyone's like, yay, we got Ridley into this game and everything like that. And then you put in the plant and everybody's mad. Like, uh, look, the way that I described it on Twitter is like, look, oh, God, 
They didn't put in that one character that I wanted. So, you know, the hell with this game with 74 playable characters that span the entire history of video games in an iconic representation that has never been pulled off in a video game and may never be pulled off ever again. You know, I don't know. It's like, you know, there is a sense of entitlement, I feel like. You know, uh, uh, if you're, you're mad that Waluigi didn't make it in there because a plant made it in there, so. Uh, there may be buzzing, by the way. Yeah, uh, I know. There's, I, like, if I turn this down, okay, the buzzing go, goes away, but my mic is dead now. Oh, so now I'm that's coming not such to a you. loss. I don't. <laughs> that's, that was a good burn. That was a good burn. That was like, uh, I think I was with uh, Crack Fiend and and Olaf when we were outside at the at the BCF thing, right? And I was just saying, we were talking about, like, Mike was joking. He's like, everybody loves you, James. I was like, no, there's a lot of people who hate me, right? And they're like, oh, they're just whiny people. I'm like, no, there's some known people who hate me. And Crack Fiend was like, yeah, I hate you. And Mike Sprague looked at him and was like, you're known? <laughs> and that was like, all right, burn. <laughs> nice work. Nice work. Oh, uh, look, man. Ridley, like, I... It never seemed to me like there was actually a giant movement for that character. Obviously, there was a movement that existed, but it wasn't to the same degree that some ca- some okay, characters sure, in some games get. Sure. It's not like everybody's going to be playing that character. For sure. Uh, look. For sure not. Look. It's the same situation as, ev- as as all the people who showed up and go, Oh, Armika's in this it's game. Totally I'm Armika. so happy. It's totally Armika. Armika. I've always loved Armika. Yeah. And then the game comes out and they never play Armika. And in reality, ten people liked Armika in the whole country. Exactly. Like, uh-huh. it's, Literally. It's definitely, Literally. It's definitely like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh. Yeah. Exactly. So. Yeah, for sure. Um, anyway, I think Prana Plant looks really cool. Ken looks like a, a nice take on Ryu. Um, yeah. He he looks graphically really nice. I think that you can expect that, right? The game just looks really nice, uh, and I like how he looks. The his flames face, and stuff. His face looks good. I don't think it looks that great. I'm oh, yeah, it looks you. better. It looks. Better. Oh, then SF four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, obviously, it's <laughs> better than SF four and five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two uh, of the uglier characters uh, mm-hmm. to have existed. But man, I can't wait. <laughs> but to... no, I wouldn't say it's that great. I want to see Ryu versus Ken Shoto footsies in Smash Brothers. That sounds dude. sick. It'd be sick because then they they won't turn around. Because they said that. Remember, they're That's adding right. that feature to Ryu, so Ryu and Ken probably both won't turn around. And so they'll both be like, you'll be able to play Street Fighter on Smash Brothers. And that's so weird to me. And you can't walk past other characters anymore. Oh, that's right. Ooh, that buddy. was controversial. Oh, let's I, talk about I that know. in a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so, okay. so Ken, and then you have Incineroar, who seems just like the pure grappler dream. Like he's a grappler character uh, through and through. Yeah, for sure, okay, right? Okay. Command grabs. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. A lot of his, even things that probably aren't command grabs are animated as things that wrestlers right, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he looks awesome. So, I mean, if he turns out to be a character with, like, mostly grab specials, like, yeah, that would be super sick. Yeah, because that doesn't really exist. I've, mm-hmm, some characters mm-hmm. have command grabs, but they're not... I wouldn't call them, like, grapplers in, like, the traditional right, fighting game You're sense. never going to get a traditional grappler in Smash. I just don't think But he seems works. more like that's plausible for him. Right. So if they can figure out a way to make it work, I think yeah. that's cool. Yeah, definitely. I think, yeah, I think that'd be cool. really cool. Uh, I, I liked him a lot, even though I had no idea who he was. Uh, he looks fine. Yeah. And that, that's true. They did describe his lariat as Red Cyclone. It's true. Did they really? They actually did. Oh, dang. Nice. <laughs> yeah. They were, they were making little, little references. And, and even, even for Ken, 
when he starts his smash ball super, whatever it's called, uh, he does a little parry animation. Oh, yeah, that's right. He, well, like, he does the taunt. He does the little, right? yeah. yeah. Uh, uh-huh. I guess it could be a taunt, too. It kind of yeah. looks to me like Third Strike can parry. Oh, interesting. But, but dude, I don't know. the funny thing is they they literally said we gave him his Shin Ryukin from the Versus series, you know, the, with the giant yeah. flaming column. And it's just so funny because, like, they keep making references to that because they even said when they put Mega Man in there and they gave him the uppercut, they're like, uh-huh. we gave him the uppercut from the Versus series. Because uh-huh. he's never had an uppercut. He's literally never had an uppercut except for in Mega Man X2 where you got the uppercut as the secret item yeah. from Dr. Light. But that okay. was, like, it. He's never had a special move that's made him uppercut like that. So they just gave it to him in Marvel vs. Capcom. For no reason, and then they just said, "You know what? We're gonna put it into Smash Brothers." So. I appreciate it. Yeah, I exactly. think all those characters look really cool. Uh, and again, other DLC coming too. Um, Guile and Akira are trophies, as we Dude, referenced previously. Those two trophies, I laughed so hard when I saw both of them. Yeah. Okay, yeah. because I always remember Akira from VF2 going "Yuri Aindayo" in that weird voice, and he did that, and, the, and he just looks all blocky. Oh, yeah, it was it's, most, it's perfect. It was the most genius thing. And then Guile, oh, I cracked up so yeah, bad. That's on so Guile. great. I wonder how long do you think Guile just hangs out? I hope and forever. I hope forever until you get anywhere near him. Yeah. I hope you have to block it, dude. It is that the and he blocked. Proje- he just blocks. Like if you shoot projectiles, he was just like. Whatever, and yeah. he just keeps sitting. Yeah. Dude, I laugh so that's hard. That's so good. <laughs> I thought that was so great, dude. Yeah, I think that's oh, super man. cool. Um, yeah, I guess they, that's... They, they really did. I mean, that's like super accurate guile. <laughs> yeah, no, it's 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 really cool. Everybody um, <laughs> said it so that guile and assist trophy are the only things that could come out. Uh, oh, man, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, they yeah, had the they fly cool. swatter. They had the fly uh-huh. swatter. Uh, the fatal frame. They had a fatal frame reference in there. Isn't that a Konami? I don't remember what company makes fatal frame, but it was like, oh wait, I think Nintendo took it over at one point in time. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can't remember. Anyways, also, what do you think about the fact that everybody died except for Kirby? <laughs> what do you think about that? <laughs> I mean, they got whisked away into magic, magic land, right? They were like... definitely murdered. <laughs> There's no way around it. And even even in the previous directs, they're always murdering somebody. Yeah, now no, they murdered uh, everybody. Right, Luigi died for sure. Yeah, and then and then they murdered everybody. They're definitely dead. I, I feel I feel like what Kirby's going to be doing is basically like rescuing them from the underworld. Re- right, resurrecting them all yeah. basically. Yeah. Right? So it's yeah. the darkest smash ever, basically. Yeah, and even even in the song, the song's lyrics are kind of dark. Was it? Yeah, listen to the. I mean, I don't remember them all, but I remember thinking like some of these lyrics are like a little dark actually. But uh, Dang. Yeah. 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 And then of course you know Sonic only died because he was trying to save Pikachu. I mean that's the saddest part right there. He totally could have outrun yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally could have outrun that. But then he like reached back to try to grab Pikachu and then he got taken out. So some of the deaths were, were hilarious. Uh, I don't know, you mean Snake's death was the most sad. That was hilarious. That's just, <laughs> He's just under the box. Yeah, I know. You see the boxes like <laughs> that, was that was perfect. It. Yeah. All of all of those deaths I thought were, were like perfectly done. Like that's like that's what probably what the character would do. Yeah, you know? yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's so well put together. It's gonna be such a well put together game. 
Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of like the the whole spirit thing is kind of strange, but yeah. it sounds like it's a great sister. So in case you guys don't know, instead of having more assist trophies, they wanted to include characters into the game in some way or another. So instead, they decided to activate this thing called spirits, which could buff your stats or give you extra capabilities, etc., etc. And you could load them all. Obviously, they're going to be banned from the tournaments. You're never going to be able to use any of the spirits, right? But so for me, I think that that's just a cool idea, at least just for the one-player aspect of the right. game. And, and, and I've, I've said this a million times now. Smash Brothers is the best at the one-player aspect, sure. right? I mean, my friend like, tried to unlock everything in Smash Brothers in one player because, you know, it's fun to do and it's there, mm -hmm. right? Whereas, like, in Street Fighter V, he did nothing because there's nothing to do. Well, especially when the game came out. There was no yeah, If you're a one-player person... Mm -hmm. There was nothing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I, I expect it to be great, as the previous games have been, mm -hmm. for sure. So. For sure. I mean, it's already just absolutely chock full of whatever, anything. Right. Incre incredible how much stuff they fit into this game. 74 characters. Dude. Yeah. Uh, okay, so there, the, Okay, so that's what, two concerns, right? One, you can't run through each other. Okay. Right, what, okay. What, what, do you, what, what do you think about that? I mean, I, I recognize that it changes the game... Pretty drastically. drastically. Yeah, Pretty yeah, drastically. yeah. Uh -huh. Now, I'm wondering, in the air, can you go through each other? Like, can you jump through each other in the air? That's going to be crucial. Because if you can't jump through each other in the air, I feel like that's going to be a problem. Because, like, let's say you do an up B and you want to, like, float back. Can you just, like, jump into them and push them after you're already... That would be so cool. Because then you could push them and then zip back, right? You don't even need to hit them. Cause, and give them another chance to get back. You could just jump into them and just like shove them to their death, basically. So. I don't know. That would be very cool, though. Yeah, I mean, look. I, so I, someone says you can go through them. Uh, oh, you you only can't go through them if they're shielding. Um, really? I thought the clip no, that I saw they was were, two they people were, running together. Yeah, they were walking into each other. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, body blocking in the air would be completely cheap. So, yeah. oh, oh, I see. Yeah, I guess you could just footstool them to death too. So, yeah, um, yeah. Any, anyway, obviously it changes things drastically. Uh, that said, I totally agree with Legend, who says that big, slow characters are buffed by this. Yeah, and characters who want to control the stage are buffed by it. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm encouraged. As somebody who played Little Mac in the last game and intends to do it in the, in the next one. I, I want to play on the stage, right? And I want to play footsies. Like I want to play grounded footsies. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. if you can't easily just get by me, then that's much more credible. Right. So I, I, think, it, I think it's cool in a sense. I, I'm sure you could still roll through them. I would imagine. Right, sure. right. So just shield and roll through them. Uh, yeah, you just can't but, run well, but you can do things about that, right, right? Yeah, if yeah. you're mm -hmm. the, uh, the opponent. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm happy about it for those couple of reasons. I'm also happy about it just for the sake of being different. Mm -hmm. um, I'm obviously not a like, pro smash head, so that's just my opinion. But I like the fact that games are different from each other. Yeah, I was just about to I say that. I don't want the same game over again. Yeah. That may not be what everybody views, especially if you're somebody who is more of a, a right. dedicated smash head. But for me, I like that games are different. I want the differences. Mm -hmm. I want to learn new things. I want to try new things. I want to see new I, things. I mean, I thought it was huge. Like, that was a huge change in Smash 4 when they added ledge trumping. Like, I thought that was a huge change, right? Like, where you could actually, if someone's grabbed the ledge, you could prioritize them off of it. I thought that was a massive change because that's usually just something that you just did to kill everybody. You mm. just hung on the edge and they couldn't grab it. Ledge hogging. It was even a, a, an award you could get in yeah. the Smash Melee in the little uh, bonus sections, right? Ledge hogging somebody. 
So like I felt like that was a huge change, and I was okay with that. And so this, they added this. It may change the way the gameplay. People might not like it at first, but you know, hopefully they'll get used to it and they'll find new strategies because of it. And yeah. you know, it, the, it'll change the gameplay. But I'm okay with at least having one or two. Like, it's it's a significant system mechanic change in my For opinion. Sure. So well, obviously, I, I like having at least one or two significant changes like I'm, that. I'm so. totally with you. It remains to be seen what folks in the Smash scene think once the game actually comes out, but it mm-hmm. seems like there's quite a bit of trepidation about it for yeah. now. So. Yeah. Um, I, I'm also, I, I think it's sick again, it's just somebody who doesn't play Smash like that, but I think it'd be sick if that meant that you could have teams that were constructed quite oh, differently. That's right. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, if uh-huh. you could have, if you can't run through people, if you could have like the blocker, the tank, uh-huh, uh-huh. and your 80 carry in the back, Right. Shooting yeah, people, yeah. doing whatever, dealing the actual damage. Dude, if they still have the 4v4s, that would really change the sick. 4v4 a lot. Then you could have the two big guys and the guys in the back. Like Zelda could just be like throwing yes. fireballs and, and stuff. And Falco could just be sitting back there just shooting everybody all day. Yeah, right? I think that so, sounds super cool. I think that would actually Maybe you turn cool. off friendly fire in that case to make that a plausible yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I think those are cool ideas. Again, I'm not... The right, big yeah, smash of course, head. Of course. So we'll see what we the come from a very. Says. I mean, yeah, right. Just different. from your co- conversation with Practical Taz yeah. last week, we already know how different you know For the sure. mindsets are and everything. I mean, like obviously, that. we've known. I right. mean, people are saying that the smash meter is going to be banned as well. So there's the idea of building the super meter, but I I don't know the reasons why everybody says it's going to be banned. But I'm guessing that there's already some like really small thing that's annoying people that going to make it so nobody wants to do it anymore. So. I don't know the reason, so um, some people are saying it's going to be because it's broken. I mean, that could be true because they said in one v one they were going to try to make them weaker, but it probably didn't do it enough. Yeah. To be honest with you, for camping reasons, okay. Smash meter is not very well designed, so okay, that's fair. Uh, the other interesting part to me was that the one thing that I did not see Sakurai mention, which actually scared me about tournaments is he said the game is going to start with only the original characters from the Smash Brothers available right. and he didn't mention anything about unlocking uh, right. the characters. How does that process work? Right. So, if you're a tournament organizer, does that mean that uh, Gaming Generations just made a crap ton of money because everyone needs to rent their uh, yeah, unlocked. <laughs> right? Yeah. Or... Uh, is there going to be like some sort of tournament mode or are they going to be able to provide people with codes or are they going to have to spend like $40 like per console or something to unlock all the characters? Or, or a lot of time. Or a right. lot of time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, hopefully they have a cheat code and stuff like that. So, I hope so. I mean, it doesn't matter if it's not hard to unlock characters. If you're a tournament organizer and you're like, at the last second, whoa, we have this many more signups. Quick, buy some more switches. And now it's like, oh, I'm not. I mean, look, Street Fighter 4 vanilla wasn't hard to unlock people. Yeah. Trust me, I sat down and unlocked them on yeah. like 15 machines before, and it sucks. Even if it's easy or hard. Yeah. If you're a yeah. TO, it sucks. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, we'll see. That, that oh, is a concern. Could, oh, that's right. They said you could unlock them via the amiibo. Oh, so now you in other spend words, a billion dollars on amiibo. Yeah, and so for every machine, go beep, and the next one beep. Yeah, and right. The next it's one, still beep, a lot of time. And the yeah, next yeah. one beep, yeah. and the next one beep. Yeah, 
Oh, you can you can share save data between switches. Let's hope they could do some sort of digital thing that prevents you from swapping the data between switches. You know what I mean? That that's absolutely possible. So, but it is going to be uh, it's going to be an interesting question. That's to me is another one of the the big controversies, and I, I'm curious. It would to be see nice that. to know that, yeah, especially yeah. to get a better insight too into how they're planning to support if they're planning to support mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. game. Competitively, right. in any sense. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it, it looked it looked great. Beautiful looking game, coming out soon. It's next month. I mean, look, anybody who's mad about the characters, look, you got five more DLC coming, right? You got five more DLC. Nobody's gonna be satisfied. Well, not everybody's gonna be satisfied. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. Um, and again, gonna be people, people who want whatever that thing is. And, and a lot of times, people, the characters that they want too, it's usually based off some sort of like. You know, completely un, you know, impossible, illogical, like license issue kind of thing. Mm. Like sometimes people just want characters. Like someone actually was like, "Oh, the fact that Master Chief didn't show up was a missed opportunity." And I'm like, "Master Chief? Master Chief? Yeah, as uh, well." Wow, you can't listen to every idiot in the world. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so for me, it's like, okay, maybe if Phil Spector's like, "I'm down with it," but still, you know, I I don't know, so. All right. Bring your own character to tournament. That's true. Everyone's just going to have to bring their own amiibos. So if it's not on the console, they can just beep it right there on the spot. So. Well, I can't believe that they left out Karen Bloodhoof. Is that I, a right? World of Warcraft character? Maybe. Maybe. Is that a... Is that a what about, um, what about Muad'Dib? Is that, is that a... Is that a, a, a them's fighting herds character? <laughs> no, <laughs> the first one, Bloodhoof, right? So, oh, I can see that, but yeah. that's uh, definitely wow. Okay. Yeah. Did you you think that's a Hearthstone reference? You better be joking, friend. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, anyway, anything else to say about Smash uh, Direct? No, not that I can think of. But actually, now that people have mentioned it, before we jump on to the next topic... Yeah, maybe you here, get all the Benny Jesserts in there. Uh, cool. Before we get into the next topic here, what about BlizzCon? I was planning to just prattle on at the end. Oh, um, okay. Do you want to save BlizzCon for I the I guess. End? It's nothing that's like super important. Okay, okay, in, okay. Especially okay. in a fighting game context. Okay, okay. Hey, look, I think Piranha Plant's going to be sick, okay? Yes, I the, definitely the, agree with the that. The coolest part cool. is that they implemented... It looks cool. They implemented a lot of inside jokes with it. They even put in PD Piranha as the as the Smash Ultimate. You know, you can spit the little ball every once in a while. Yeah, I don't know. I, I thought it I was think it looks cool great. looking. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, it's true. You might say that Hearthstone has a lot of WoW of Warcraft stuff. You might say that. Oh, that's right. You might say it is completely comprised of World of Warcraft <laughs> stuff too. But, you know. Oh man. Uh, anyway, anything else to say about that? No, we're moving on. All right, let's talk about the tournaments that happened over the past weekend. Sure, you have the results, right? Or... I got the results, yes, sir. Yes. So, first one up is the Latin American Regional Finals and the Associated Premier with that. Uh, now, this was a bit of a bummer in the sense that it was capped. The open tournament was capped. Oh, to how many people? At, I think 128. Oh, really? Yeah, that sucks. And was it full? Oh, yeah, it, oh, it was full oh, for a dang. while. For a while. And that some sucks. people couldn't enter who would have entered. Then there were some visa issues, so some of the players couldn't travel internationally to get there. Then there were some just travel issues, so people just like who had planned to go just right. didn't end up being able to go. 
And this is the hardest there thing. There was no prize money because that's the law. Right. And this is why I keep prattling on every time about supporting the Latin American FTC because I feel like they run into a lot more of these problems than a lot of the other places do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like people in Europe travel a little bit more freely. Obviously, the Middle sure. East has the same, you know, similar kinds of issues and stuff like that. But, you know, uh, I just feel like the Latin American FTC just has such a hard Definitely. time traveling to a lot that of these sucks. things. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, we've all heard the speculation that the reason that registration was so limited was for the benefit of local players. I don't have any way to verify that in any sense. But that's, you know... Mm -hmm. I mean, it's like it's like with the China premiere being all screwy, right? Like, it's, you just... It's not great. Right. It's not great. So, anyway, there was the big open premiere. Many players so did travel internationally. There, right? So, there was one premiere event there that gives give you points, right? Yeah. And then there was the last second uh, Latin America event. And wasn't it if you win the open one, you also get put into the Latin American one as well if you are from Latin America, so it's like the highest seed Latin America player, or is that it's not a thing? It's just the top eight seeded oh, okay. players in Latin America, but okay. maybe winning that would have given you the most Probably, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, but mm -hmm. I don't think it works. Because say there's no the premiere factor. down there, it's almost guaranteed. Right, probably, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, Latin, The Latin American regional finals open tournament was won by Haitani. Uh, he played against Mago in grand finals, and Mago reset the bracket in basically a blow-up, and then won the first game of the second set, and it seemed like it was going to be a straight shot. Right. And then Haitani came back. That was cool. Nice. Uh, third place was Zeng. As a result, Haitani went from, like, bottom of the Capcom, like, on the bubble, but now he's, like, number 15 or 17. He is number like 13 now, 13? Dang. I mean, okay, this, okay. It was really important for a few people. Uh, it was important for uh, Itabashi Zengif, who was... Like in it, but now he's very solidly in oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, He's like a okay. hundred points above the people who are on the bubble. So mm -hmm, mm -hmm. he's he's looking good. I thought it was really cool to see Zenith, a player who I'm not familiar, I was not previously familiar okay, with, okay. get third place with Minot. Uh, Doomsnake obviously got fourth. He's ridiculous. That guy does things. Yeah, with he took that out character. a bunch of really strong players with Vega too. He took out. Yeah, he t he beat Itazan, and before that, he beat um, uh, Storm Kubo. Dang, he beat two Abigails, huh, yeah. with Vega. I mean, that doesn't feel like it should be a good match, but maybe wall dives call, cause Abigail problems? I think, I think he actually has some of the better tools for wall dives, to be honest. Oh, really? That's okay. not, yeah, parry, jump, jump jab, jump jab right. like, crouch yeah. fierce. I think he's sweep if they pilot away. I think he's got really good tools. Mm -hmm. But I still think it's a basically evenish matchup. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, anyway, that was, that was cool. Uh, good job to some of those fellas. Then you had the LAT-AM regional finals itself, which was won by Crossover, the player from the Dominican Republic. Mm -hmm. So Crossover Akuma. So that, that means that now you have Crossover, you have Mena, obviously, who won last year, so he's automatically qualified, mm -hmm. and then Kaba, who's well within the points. Right. So there are three Dominican players who will be in Capcom Cup. This just brings us back to that 5-5 five -five matchup question we had. Is Dominican Republic the... Second best yeah. area. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's a legit question. For sure. Is it better than EU? Is well, it better okay, than but US? I was say, you, know? you, have to, you have to judge it by individual countries. Is it better than Europe? Right. Like a, a continent of most of a billion people? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah maybe not. But okay, is, okay, fair enough. When it comes to individual countries, <laughs> you know, you got to say maybe. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh -huh. Uh, uh -huh. Doomsnake again got third. You know. That guy is ridiculous. I'm telling you, he he's like a slight character buff away from, dude, just running the show down there. I mean, 
Because he's not going to switch. I saw Justin's tweet, and I agreed with it 100%. He was like, if there's two players I could magically get into Capcom Cup just because I want them in there, it would be Doomsnake and Jiwa. Mm-hmm. And I agree, because I've, ma- I've already made the comic that I, I, I almost feel like Jiwa is like my favorite fighting game player now because of just how much work that he, this guy puts into everything. right? So, you know, and Doomsnake, same thing, and the work that he does with this low-tier character. and so He's amazing. Oh man, those are so guys, good. Yeah, that guy definitely is overachieving with his character. Yeah. So there was a discussion on Twitter, for example, that people were like, "Is Blanca kind of secretly legit top ten? And like a lot of people, you 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 saw that thread, mm-hmm. right, and everything, and people were like, "Yeah, I think Blanca's getting so. I think Blanca's hella slept on. I don't know if he's top ten. He done 10. been saying that. Yeah, I don't think he's top ten, yeah. but I think he's better than people give him credit. Vega's not that case. <laughs> Vega's not that case. <laughs> Vega's not that case. Okay, Doomsnake is putting the in the work. Yeah. Doomsnake is definitely putting in the work. So I am sure. not going to even say like I think Vega's a little underrated. No, Doomsnake really. is putting in the work. He is yeah. definitely. Yeah, no, I uh, I definitely agree with that. Uh, anything else to say about the Latin American? Yes, actually, somebody actually sent me a message and said, I mean, it was like a brand new Twitch account. I don't know why they messaged Capcom and were crying to them about it. But they're like, do you think it's unfair that uh, players can travel so much to these different events and take their points? Do you feel like they should limit it so that you can only travel internationally to another tournament a certain number of times or blah, 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 all that stuff like, like that. Like Haitani winning the... Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, exactly like that. And so I give him my answer. I'm curious what your answer is, unless you want to hear my answer first. Ask the question. I mean, wait. What? <laughs> I just answer did. the question. Is oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I was like, didn't I just do that? <laughs> didn't I just do that? Uh, so my response was, I, I, I understand the logic to it, but no, I don't want that to happen for these kind of events because... Being a ranking event or being a premier event only really benefits the TOs by having a lot of people show up. Mm. And the more good players show up, the more people want to go, the higher prestige the tournament gets, the more viewers they get online. I totally get it from a logistics standpoint and from a, hey, I want it, but the thing is, there's very little benefit for an event becoming a ranking event. To the, to the to, event to itself. The, to the event itself. But because you are, like ECT, Gamer B is there, a bunch of other people there, and then people watch it on stream, you get more viewers, you get more ad revenue and stuff like that. It benefits the events a lot. And I, 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 wish, I wish being a ranking event or a premier event or a master's event or a SOG event, challenger event, radar event, whatever, benefited the, the tournaments more. But by having it so that they're that status, which sends everybody to that event, I think is the best benefit that they get. And I don't want to take that away yet. You know what I mean? Maybe in the future when all the, like, FGC has surpassed Fortnite 7 and, like, we're, like, amazing and stuff like that. Maybe we can do that. But for now, for the sake of TOs, I would not want that. That's my answer. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I I don't think that it's necessary anyway. Like if you look if you look down at this LATAM regional finals open tournament, Haitani won and Mago got second, Zenith and Doomsnake are third and fourth, then Itazan, uh Storm Google got seventh. Uh, in the past it's been it has not always been that people come in and automatically win tournaments yeah. down there. Like it, 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 that's not even a thing. I mean, it's, it used to be maybe like five years ago. ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, like back in Street Fighter Four, sure. And it, and it still is not uncommon by any stretch. 
just mm-hmm. think that it's not it's not a case where if you send somebody from another region to another another region that the person traveling is gonna win. It's right. not it's not like that. Very commonly, Europe defends its turf. Mm-hmm. Sometimes North America defends its turf. Uh, <laughs> Damn. Uh, Ow. I'm I'm fine with that. I'm fine with the traveling. Yeah. Uh, I think it's nice that players get to play against each other more often. Hopefully, that leads to better you know communication and sharing of tech and and mm-hmm. a better impetus to get better anyway. And and you know if you're worried that there's not going to be people representing each region there, there are going to be. I mean that's how the right. the regional finals themselves work. So you're going to have a Latin American player. You're mm-hmm. going to have a one European player. You're going to even have at least somebody from North America. Mm-hmm. And and another thing too is that. You know, by doing that, you know where you stand as well, yeah. right? So to have somebody like Zenith, like imagine if like none of the Asian players are there and Zenith got like second place or something like that to Doomsnake or something like that, or Doomsnake wins, everybody were like, well, he won because the Japanese players Maybe. weren't there, blah, blah. But if you had Mago and Haitani there and you see Zenith and Doomsnake in third or fourth, that automatically makes you go, wow, wow, great job to them. You know what I mean? Or if they won that, you would be like, dang, good stuff. So I think it's important to have the people traveling for now. And not only that, but, you know, it is no matter what, like whether you like this or not, celebrity is going to drive the, the growth of a scene. Right, so you need the people who are going to be popular. Poker got popular on TV because they highlighted certain people, turned them into celebrities. It helps. For uh, sure. Basketball got big when uh, when Magic Johnson and Larry Bird came out of college because they already had a rivalry, and then they went to the NBA and they just happened to join the two biggest rival teams, yeah. and uh, just happened anyways. Um, but uh, you know, oh yeah, I don't know, I don't know. It just seems very weird to me. I I I don't know the history of that, but um, but you know because those two are so famous it exploded the sport and everything like that so there's always that kind of uh you know that kind of factor to it right so if there's no sonic foxes or justin wong's or tokitos you know there's no anything in the fgc really which is sad to say yeah, yeah so. i don't think it's that stark, oh, okay. I, I do think that it's it helps to a degree yeah yeah i don't i don't mean it as like black and white like yeah, that yeah. i don't mean it as black. obviously the fighting game will commute we do fine yeah. without all the we without famous people or like the stars or whatever but they will help get they it help. to another level so there you go that makes sense to me uh, all right. Anything else to uh, say about Latam? Uh, nope. That's all I've got about uh, Latam. All right. Well, there was a big uh, Smash event, Game Tire Expo. Okay. Uh, GTX, and Melee was won by Hungrybox. I'm happy. Okay. Well, I, you yeah. know, his gameplay m- makes me happy. Yeah. The rest of it, I, you know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So classically, a big tournament didn't actually get that many entrants. Oh, um, really? Yeah, well, Smash Ultimate comes out next month. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, fair enough, fair enough. So everybody's are just waiting right now, so... Yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, Mango got second. Oh, dang, he beat Mango. Okay, okay. Yeah, but Hungrybox, I mean, to be fair, he doesn't push enough buttons in the game, so, you know, it's just not interesting to watch, so... I like it. It's a tournament in Utah. Mango beat Zane for the first time? That's really? That's crazy. I know Zane is like an up and comer, so. Um, Luis won Smash Four. Okay. Uh, I don't know any of his players to be honest. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, Super Boom Fan won Smash Sixty Four. Okay. Dang, Reynold was there and won Dragon Ball Fighters. Oh, Cloud nice. Eight Hundred Five got second place. Oh dang! I didn't even know they traveled out to that. Yeah, nice. me neither. 
Okay. All right, there you go. Um, so those are the couple tournaments that occurred, but there were also some invitationals that I thought were pretty sick this weekend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you get to watch any of the Tokyo International Film Festival invitational, I did not. the Dragon no, Ball one? No, no. So I, 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 oh no, wait, that's a lie. I saw little bits of it because I saw that Sonic Fox and Koichi were paired first round. Yes. And so I did watch that. How? And I watched a little bit of Grand Finals. So yes, I did watch a little bit of that. So it's, It mm. was... Whatever. You know. uh, it was a single elimination, so uh, it went fairly quickly, I would say. But Sonic Fox won it. Hit Gotenks and Bardock. And he, he had the cr- a crazy road. It was Goichi first... Then I think it was Kmart second, and then it was Kazunoko in Grand Finals. Mm-hmm. So it was like the toughest road that you could have had. Right, yeah. And, uh, and he did it. Um, but I thought it was super cool that... So Kazunoko got second. I thought it was awesome that tied for third was Xerox, the player from Germany. That's right, um, yeah. The one that you saw at Viennality. Yeah, really yeah, I was impressed by it. You know, they also had players there, including Hook Gang God, Korean Wrestling Man, Eliun, who mentioned the others already. Uh, Zirok among that crew you might think was like the least likely mm-hmm. to do good work but actually he did uh, yes. at least win once so, good stuff <laughs> um, good which stuff. could not be said for Aliyun Korean wrestling man Goichi <laughs> or Hook and God uh, but see that was a, that's just one of those things that when you see it on paper you're like oh my god but then who would you went 0 1? Yeah, I know. You have to know the details of it. You yeah. went 0 1 versus Sonic Fox right. in the tournament, who's the best Dragon Ball player on the planet right, right now. So, right. That guy's ridiculous. I don't even know what the heck is happening with that He's kid. He's super, super strong. He's so good. He's I, so good. I'm, I've been trying to learn Killick, right? Okay. And, uh, Party Wolf is like one of the uh-huh. best Killicks on the planet right now. And there's just this long set between him and Sonic Fox, and I'm just sitting there watching it. The best part, though, is that they have voice chat on oh, nice. in this video. So you just hear them just, like, ragging on each other and, like, saying stuff like, What? You can't... What is that? Like, oh, my God, you could do four moves out of this chain? You know, and so it was, it's pretty hilarious, actually. It's I didn't even get through the whole thing because it's, like, hour long mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But it's good stuff. So Sonic Fox is ridiculous, dude. There's uh, no debating with that. But yeah, I thought, I thought it was cool. Uh, it was a little bit of a bummer that it's just single limb. Because if you're going to have an invitation, I feel like the purpose of that is to have people see them, players play right. more than once. Mm-hmm. So, But, you know, in any case, it occurred and it was fun to watch. Okay. Uh, also, I guess you're probably going to talk about what happened uh, here in Southern California this week. You got it. Body count fighting eight occurred. That's right. Uh, put on by the BCF crew, Body Count Fighting. Uh, they just put on exhibitions all the time, fly people out to the event and just come and hang out. This time the audience, usually the audience is open to anybody, but this time they just did invite audience only and they, and they brought a lot of uh, big names out there to come check they did. out. And, and by the way, it was still pretty crowded in that room. Yeah. So they, mm-hmm. there were still quite a few people there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a lot of fun. You know, there was free tacos Mm-hmm. From the taco lady. Yeah, yeah, there was yeah. a taco lady who had free tacos for us, and they were good. Um, there were arcade cabinets slash kind of stand-up arcade cabinets that had just like monitors yeah, yeah, stuck yeah, yeah. in them. Uh-huh. Although they did have a champion edition cabinet. They did have an actual champion edition Apparently you were playing that a little bit with everybody. Right? I didn't even play it that much, but I smoked everybody who I did play against. It's, I mean, like, I wanted to play it, but then I was Come like... On. I was like, it's champion edition. I yeah, just it's have no janky. interest in it. Yeah, it's just no right. interest in it. So yeah. But the craziest thing about it is you beat people with Balrog. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was beating people who 
didn't know the game. Oh, to be okay, fair, okay, I mean, okay. Like I was talking with XSK Samurai about it because uh-huh, I, I beat him, uh, and he was like, "I didn't know what to do. I was so worried the whole time that you were going to rush in." And I was like, "Just crouch. What am I going to do? <laughs> Just like Did he mash- not know you could." No, he thought he thought he was like, "Oh, I'm treating him like ST boxer, where you got to respect his rushes." Yeah, and I, uh-huh. I was like, "Just mash crouch." Because Balrog is like unequivocally the worst character in Champion Edition. Like, I don't even think that there's a question about it. I think he's just god-awful, so... Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> it was fun. Um, hanging out was fun and uh, Yeah, saw cool a lot event. of people there. Saw a lot of people yeah. there. A lot of, I mean, what kind of results did we have? All right, all right. So they started out with Injustice 2. By the way, I want to say I appreciate that. That's mm-hmm, nice. Mm-hmm. The game is not in the greatest place community-wise right now. <laughs> so I um, was really happy to see that they are still doing that stuff. And I thought it was a lot of fun to watch. Uh, Gur beat White Boy 3-2. to two. That one was actually pretty close. Silver Rye basically dunked Hero Killer Stain. Ooh, okay. uh, that was 3-0. And then Scar ended up beating a tie 5-3, but there was a period in time when I think a tie was up 3-1 to one or 3-0. Oh, zero. So... I think it was 3-1. to one. And I think there were four straight wins by Scar dang. to close it out. Okay. So okay. It was really good. Good stuff. Good yeah. stuff. Um, but yeah, again, very cool to see that they invited those folks, mm-hmm. and, and I thought that was a lot of fun. Hopefully, people enjoyed that as well. It was really worth the watch. Yeah. They were good sure matches. The Master Gear. Also, they had the the commentary piped into the crowd, so you could hear it. And I thought that uh, Wonder Chef did a good job, as I think he typically does. Nice. Okay. Then uh, there was also Street Fighter Five Arcade Edition matches. These were NLBC versus Wednesday Night Fights. I should put a little air quotes in there. Yeah, it was. Wednesday night fights because it applies to both Wednesday night fights now. Yes, right? so. well, yeah, it's a chain, right? So it, right. that included both Southern California and the Bay Area up in Northern California, <laughs> and even somebody in Southern California who was actually from NLBC originally. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, is it? I mean, go on. And then, and then uh, uh, they didn't select some players from NLBC that like you might have expected to be there. There was no Dominion, yeah. there was no Sanford, maybe. There's, you know, there's other players to have picked, but they didn't do it. Uh, in any case, it was a lot of fun to watch anyway. Uh, Yanub, Manat, blew up This Is Battle Vega. Yeah, so that was kind of like the, the, the newcomers of the of the scenes, right? So, But uh, Yanub was a Manat player and did really, really well. So, But apparently, just for the exhibition, like he's like 16 years old or something. Oh, yeah? Said, they said that he's graduated college already. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah, yeah like he's just like some weird, crazy savant, right? But uh, apparently he studied that matchup like four days beforehand oh, and well, stuff nice like work that. Then. So, it paid off, clearly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. SBJB uh, beat Yukami. Yeah. Rashid versus Akuma. That was also 3-0, by the way, which yeah. I didn't expect. JB, you know, Wednesday night yeah. fights. Yeah. West Coast, JB. Yeah. He's yeah, been here yeah. for probably a year and a half, maybe. It just it was something like that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess he's been here maybe longish. I mean, he's definitely played longer at Wednesday night fights than he's played at NLBC now, I think, at this point in time, right? That could be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. XSK Samurai from Team Wednesday night fights beat IDOM. That one. was surprising to me. I actually thought Idom was going to win that one just because I think Idom is ridiculous. For sure. But uh, I think that's, uh, Seglia said that's the first time he's ever won a bet against Justin. So, Dang. Yeah. So, no. uh, I thought that was cool because Samurai is so good at playing fundamentally and then also so good at instilling the idea that he's a wild man <laughs> into you. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I think yeah. you could uh, see that really impact how Idom was playing because mm. Idom 
seemingly didn't know how to pressure at really important moments. Dude, he just did regular jab uppercut a bunch of times. Yeah. Didn't he with the there was there were quite a few uppercuts. He reacted very very well to thunderclaps with hurricane kick. That oh, was very yeah, consistent. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, one two less frames, man. Come right. On. Yeah. Yeah. I well, mean, look, look, it's look, marginally important. He, and like, actually, it's not to be fair, some people have talked about it. Like Eli was telling me that when he plays against SD Panoy, he was like SD Panoy just like. Uh, whiff punishes things way more consistently than he used to. So there's definitely... I mean, it's, it's an effect, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I still don't believe it's a huge effect, but obviously right. there's an effect. Right. Um, why is XSK Samurai on Team Wednesday Night Fights? Because Wednesday Night Fights is both in Southern California and in the Bay Area. Yeah, so it's... And he it's, plays every week Wednesday, Wednesday Night, Night Fights. Fights franchise uh, team now. Correct, so, correct. Yeah. I look forward to in five years... Team NLBC just still being like a little shop, and then uh, Team Wins and F Fights is like the best of eight different cities, you know. <laughs> I think that'd be funny. Uh, then Pinoy beat UIU Little Evil three to zero. So so far you got your noob. I actually don't know where he's from um, in terms of geography. JB who is from New York. You have Samurai who is from Fresno. You have Pinoy who's from San Diego. Telling you, I think that Wednesday Night Fights might have had an advantage here. Uh, then Danka Diaz, who is actually from the Wednesday Night Fights area, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, beat Arturo Sanchez in the Dalsamir, which is one of my favorite matches in the game because it's so crazy. I've always it's so I, unusual. I described it as the one match that Dalsam doesn't ever play like Dalsam. Yeah, yeah, he has to be offensive, and, and it was like that even in previous games as well. Uh, in Super Turbo, you have to be offensive in that matchup. Uh, I guess it's in true. In yeah, SF4, yeah, yeah. you have uh-huh. to be offensive in that matchup. It's just not like a slow pace. It's never is a slow yeah. pace matchup. But again, I was surprised. I had I had suspected Arturo was going to take that one. So just very, through very the cool. veteran veteran uh, wiliness. But, sure. Yeah. Uh, Shine did beat CYG Chris Katerian. Uh, Chris Katerian. Yeah. Buki's silly character. Three Buki's to two. So not a blow but. Up, but. And then in the title match, Smug beat Commander Jesse in Balrog versus Dalsum five to one. Um, my the w- way I view this is basically that the team wins and fights is set up to win this overall uh-huh. in the overall numbers, and that the title match is set up to be won by NLBC. Mm-hmm. As like a recompense for your well, team losing. I, I, the title match wasn't there. Like, didn't Commander Jesse have to like fight for that spot or something like that? Oh, like, I, something I don't like know. Because Smug is the yeah, current title holder, and so I feel like that there was like some setup for it to no get idea. to that point and stuff like that. So, but yeah, so Wednesday night fights did lose the two last matches of the nights, but they did win the five previous to that. So it was looking bleak for the NLBC team, but. Again, like a lot of people have mentioned is, can we ever have one of these Wednesday Night Fights versus NLBC matches on the East Coast? Mm. Can we do that at, like, for example, like a Big E tournament That'd or cool. something like that? Because then you'd actually have the crowd cheering for the East Coast. Yeah. Let's see how well Wednesday Night Hugs can handle that kind of a, you know, yelling environment and stuff like that. I'm, I'm curious to see if that would actually change the results at all. That'd so, be cool. I'd like to see that yeah. a lot. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I mean, the one time the East Coast did come out to the West Coast and murdered us all was in Bar Fights too. That was nine years ago. That was more than that, isn't it? I think it was in 2009. Yeah, I think you're right. Dang. Okay. Okay. I knew it was a long time ago, but it feels like ages ago now. So Nine's pretty long. It is pretty long, actually. But I mean, they did. They did come out from the East Coast and smoke us. They did. So, but they that was also did. when the West Coast became complacent at yeah. that point in time because we went to Sensation and like 
what was it like Mike Ross beat Justin and Gutex beat somebody and they were like oh well we're better than them yeah. and then East Coast was like no you're not and they got all better and then they beat us five low right. and then we threw in our five other challengers which was not on the docket right. but we were so embarrassed that we cobbled together the new blood of right. the five players to go against East Coast and East Coast was like we already won why would we want to do this again and it's like fine We'll all use our secondary characters, so that way, you know, if we lose, we kind of have an excuse that why we lost, right? They 5 would us anyway. Sanford with Vanilla Dan. Yes. Mm-hmm. Vanilla Dan. Yep. It was a tough night. <laughs> tough night. It's a tough night for West Coast, but to be fair, that is what caused Vi to start going to Shingle BMX's garage. Right. And then birth Wednesday Night Fights in the first place, so... You know, the, it's all the, related. It's all important, man. All these things that happen, dude. It's all interrelated. All so. related. Anything else to say about Body Count Fighting Eight? Uh, it was a fun event. It was fun, fun event. event. I was glad to be there. So really, really like the little environment that they have there. It's a small room, but it's just yeah. like it's a it's a cool little venue that they have. So I drank, well, with help from two other people, an entire bottle of mezcal. Which the Dang. next day turned out not to have been a great idea. <laughs> oh no! Yeah. It, was it? Was it? Uh, a little tough, tough, tough next, next day. Tough next day. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Especially nowadays, I drink so rarely that when I do, uh, you don't have the tolerance. Just can't like handle you used it anymore. Yeah. Dang. Okay. Okay. Uh, anyway, it was a lot of fun though. Uh, I guess that's it in terms of events and, and nothing else, right? Yeah, in terms of events? Yeah. Uh, let me see if I have anything. Uh, that's else. all I had. Uh, I might have a couple. Let's see. You talked about uh, Capcom Latam. Uh, I think I would get wasted with a 12 pack of beers, but that's 12 beers. Yeah, I think that's all I have here, too. Okay. So, okay. All right. Okay. Let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about some other stuff. There's a interesting news that we're going to debate or maybe yell at each other about. Or maybe get in a fist fight over. Maybe calmly discuss. Anyway, hey, hey all so right. That's a big woo. For the 100 bits. We'll all be right. back in a little bit. Dude, it's so fast right now, dude. It just like went right Dang, over. that's crazy. That's right, Yumacon happened. We'll get Yumacon. Sorry about that, guys. I don't remember seeing the results for us. Dude, that's that's Z, ZXC just says, hey James, saw some of your Tetris stream, like the gameplay and won't blame you, but can't say it's a good look when you have your mouth open for probably most of the 150 lines. Uh-huh. That's why I'm called Jimmy Fishmouth. Yes. That is why I had a uh, college friend in uh, at UCLA, she called me Jimmy Fishmouth. She called me J, she just called me Fishmouth Chen. Fishmouth Chen. And because that's what I would do all the time, I would yeah. do that and I would do like the little guppy face, you know, the... I know exactly what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, so uh, that's why it's there. So, yeah. I just played a Tetris Effect, and uh, I got to... I want to talk about this on stream. Okay, so that's I'll fine. Just, I'll wait a little, a little I got later. the Smash GG for Yumacon Battle Opera, but I don't have anything They called it Yumacon Battle Opera? I think that's what it's always called. Oh, okay. I did Tetris Effect, yeah. Tetris Effect is... Well, you know why you missed it, Boats and Joes? Because it was a Soul Calibur stream. 
And after I won a particular match, I was like, all right, I'm done. And I ran over to Tetris and started mm. playing it. So it started as a Soul Calibur stream, and then I went to Tetris. So. Was that a celebratory Tetris, or was that a salty Tetris? Uh, it might have been. Uh, that was the first night, so it was probably pretty salty, actually. It was pretty salty. So uh, I will talk about Soul Calibur a little bit later, Mr. Friday. It was really late, Boats and Joes. I was streaming until 3 a.m. my time. I was streaming Tetris right. until like 3 a.m. Because once I get started on Tetris, it's so hard to get me to stop. It's really, really hard to get me to stop. <laughs> yeah, that's actually true about Killick. And, and I'll, again, I'll talk about this later on. The best thing about it is I've had a conversation with Hayate about Killick online and... Uh, all of my personal assessments of Killick, uh, he backed up. So I'm actually really happy about that. So. That's cool. Yeah. Yes, Ness and TGM. TGM is coming. It's so close. I just need like two or three more parts and I should be ready to go for TGM. Uh, I'm getting so close for that setup. So. That's cool. I'm glad if Flo is having fun. I, I hope he can give me advice. He actually jumped in my stream last night and was trying to give me some advice. Except he said Killick is like the one character he's never learned yet. So mm. I was like, okay. And then he said, I'll go and learn Killick after this for you. So, oh, that's cool. Yeah. He's a good fella. Yeah. Yeah, I have a TGM1. Uh, yes, that is true. Alex Kerr sold it to me over a year ago, and I still have not... I have not worked out a Kill It game plan yet, but uh, that's one of the things I'll talk about a little later is when I talk to Hayate and, and Party Wolf about it, but mostly Hayate, that he said that uh, Kill It's neutral is one of the hardest in the game. Dang. Yeah. Well, it's back. Okay, ready? I am. Oh, no. Yes. Wait. I'm good. I'm waiting right Come now. On. I'm just, okay. For what? Okay. Before we get into whatever, sorry for not remembering about Yomicon Battle Opera, but it was in fact a tournament, and it wasn't even a small one, by the way. Some of the games had over 100 entrants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, so a, it was it's, it's a big convention every year. Yeah, we went there a few years back. It was really cool fun. Yeah. It was really fun. It had the cool 24-hour gaming arcade. I mean, it wasn't Which even just there. like the, the arcade, but I'm talking like this is like massive. Like Jabali Land was huge, but this thing is still like three or four times bigger than Jabali Land. So it was it like it was one of the coolest things. They had like every genre of game there. It was super cool. Like, I actually wish I could go back one of these years just so I can like sit down and, and, and just sit there and play games all day. Like I did at the Portland Retro Gaming Experience when I played Expo, when I played F-Zero, the actual arcade machine that moved and stuff. It was so cool. Oh, very cool. I forgot if I talked about that. That was so much fun. Um, I don't remember. Yeah. It's actually really cool. Well... They had a lot of different games. Now, I'd love to tell you who won Soul Calibur VI, but I'm looking at the Smash GG, and according to this, the grand final, the winner's finals was won by Azure, and then DD Green lost, but made it back into the grand finals. And they had been playing that match in grand finals for the last 4,233 minutes. Uh, and it's still counting, you can actually look on the Smash GG. 
46 seconds, 47 seconds, 48 seconds. Like, it's literally they still... Never, they, I never oh finished it. Oh my god, it. this is the craziest match I've ever... They, so they forgot to enter it, so I don't know who won. <laughs> my bad. Dang! I couldn't find the results elsewhere. I should, I should Dude, also they're mention. literally still playing right now. The still soul playing. is still burning. The soul's still burning, eternally retold. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. That's very funny. Um... Ultimate Marvel 3 says the same, but I'm pretty sure Chris G won that. What the hell was that sound? Oh, that's, that should be Oh, sense. that's yours. Oh, that okay, 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 yeah, okay. Uh, Chris G definitely won that one, so. I don't think this is updated either. It's not. Uh, not sure what happened in second. I can tell you because I watched that Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle was won by Seth Lolol. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember you mentioning that because it was a weird team. It right? was... Uh, it was uh, who Azrael? Um, something weird. Akihiko Azrael. Akihiko. Huh? Akihiko Azrael. That team okay. was pumping out damage. Oh, dang. pumping out! That dude had was legit, just regularly doing 13k. <laughs> I mean, you know, Seth Lowell, like he's yeah, yeah, he just yeah, is uh, gonna take two weird characters that you're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. what, and then become fantastic with it. He's yeah. just gonna do it. it he did like it. A very interesting team, but yeah. 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 That is definitely the team muscle right there. Yeah, just like I thought that was very cool to watch. you in the face. Yeah. Um, now, Dragon Ball Fighters was won by Chris G. Second place was SQ. Smash for the Wii U was won by Runes. Maybe that was won by B4M. Maybe BAM, even. Uh, Street Fighter V Arcade Edition was won by Alucard. Second was El Chicote. Third was Chris G. Mm, okay. Fourth was Footwork. I nice. heard Chris G won like four, four, three tournaments or something like that. Well, we only got, we got him so far. Yeah, yeah, Marvel yeah. and Dragon Ball. Or maybe he said third in Street Fighter is what he okay. listed. Yeah. Okay. Under Night was won by Super Science 890, Bobby Boucher. That's a long name. SRM White Beast got second place. Guilty Gear Extra Draft 2 was won by SQ. Third Strike was won by Chris G. Oh, that must have been the other one then. There you go. There you go. Okay, okay. They had a Capcom vs. SNK 2. It was won by Rusty. Forever King won in Justice 2. His brother, Burrito Voorhees, got second place. Chris G won Street Fighter Alpha 2. Oh, yeah, he won. Okay, so he did win. Chris four. G won Ultra Street Fighter 4. So... Good good weekend for yeah, all Chris people G. don't like I know they don't put him in that conversation, but he's also kind of ridiculous. I mean, for sure, who doesn't put him in that conversation? Because everyone just talks about Sonic Fox has kind of like overshadowed him so badly. That now, may be true. You know that it's like it's kind of unfair to Chris G. You know, yes. Chris G. Is, but he was the previous generation's version of that. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Uh huh. He was just winning everything. So he's he's yeah. super good for sure. This is a Yumicon here. And uh, just to let you know, I know you wouldn't want to miss out on this one. Results are that uh, MD Playco Armboy won Naruto Shippuden Ultimate Ninja oh, Storm 4. Armboy won that one? Playco Armboy. Playco, good job to Playco Armboy, dude. I'm so happy for him. Well, I mean, there's other stuff too, but yeah. Uh, cool. I would be thrilled if Playco Armboy was in our chat right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, you want to move on to the next uh, set of topics over here? Yes, uh, we were going to do some 5-5 five, five matchup here. Let's we had chat. a couple of topics here. Let's ready chat. For so, to start things off, there's news out of Esports Arena. 
Esports Arena is where Wednesday Night Fights takes place in Southern California. Right. They expanded to Las Vegas, mm-hmm. and it will be where Capcom Cup takes place. That's right. They also have a location up in the Bay Area in That's Oakland, where, which Wednesday. is where Wednesday Night Fights also takes place. Mm-hmm. And Capcom Connect takes place there, too. That's true, too. They announced uh, a couple of days ago that they are going to be working with Walmart. <laughs> uh, I like how you can say that with a straight face. Tough. Uh-huh. With Walmart. Nice. Got it. Nailed it. Uh, they also are going to be introducing a new line of gaming PCs called Overpowered by Esports Arena. Uh, at Walmart, they're going to have locations. Like, you'll just be able to go to Walmart, and there's a land center there now, I guess. And what? you'll be able to play... Games at Walmart. Gaming station at Walmart. At Walmart, and there's locations already announced. Uh, It will be this weekend. Esports Arena will be opening inside Walmart stores in Roseville, California, Spokane Valley, Washington, and Colorado Springs, Colorado. Two additional locations are forthcoming. Look, I'm just gonna say this, okay? As much as like I'm doing this weird kind of frowny face right now. Okay. If I was a kid, now I'd want to go to Walmart all the time. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You know? I mean, come on. I always wanted to go to the mall with the Nintendo Center there that you could play all the games for 30 seconds. It would automatically reset mm-hmm. after yeah, a while. But, dude, I used to go to those things all the time. Well, and even if... So, we didn't have... Where I grew up, we didn't have an arcade that was, like, within reasonable distance. Right. So, we couldn't uh-huh. just go. So, we had to depend on our mom, like, needing to go to the mall for something. Right. And then if she did, and we weren't, like, at school... Uh, then she would just drop us off in the arcade yeah, that was at the entrance. Yeah, that was uh, very rare for us. Mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm. like that couldn't have been common because we, she just didn't go that often. Dang, okay. We, didn't, okay. we couldn't get there ourselves, obviously. Okay. Because it required a 15-minute car ride. So I didn't have that experience at all. And I guess it is cool that maybe kids can get that at Walmart. Dude, I still remember when my parents used to take us to the mall. We would always go through like a side entrance, like through a Big Five Sporting Goods to get there, but it was on the same floor as the arcade. And I just remember always walking the arcade. My pace would quicken. My mm. heartbeat would start getting sure. like I would just get like... And I'm start telling, hearing those noises. Yo, I'm telling you, man. When I walk into the arcade the and elephants. you hear all the... You know, stuff like that. Quite a sound. God, like, I, there's still nothing like that for me. There's still very few things like I that. I remember telling you about how I was saying, like, on MAME, that just doesn't feel right because you're not putting in the quarter. You're not standing at the cabinet. When I go to, like, Button Mash here in L.A., you know, and I, and I, and I go and play the arcade machines, or even just when I'm at, you know, like, the PRGE or, or at, uh, at uh, EGLX, you know, and I'm playing those arcade cabinets, just there's something about it that just feels so different. I don't know what it is. No, you're right. It's exciting. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of nostalgia with that. Yeah. It's hard to reproduce. For people who've never gotten to experience that arcade atmosphere... You know, I, I, it's it's it was really seriously a one of a kind thing. Like the, the the barrage of noises when you transfer from outdoor to indoor, is still probably one of the most euphoric feelings that I've that I can remember in my life. It's just it was so exciting. So it's not uncommon for me to have dreams. I have few recurring dreams. Okay. One of them is I'm at I'm at Cal Berkeley. Uh, it's lunchtime. Uh-huh. I walk a couple of blocks over to where this crappy Chinese food sold chow fun for $1. Wow. It was not great. 
But it was, but it was $1. This is college, all right? You know, you got $1. Yeah. You would make it great. Oh, yeah, yeah for sure. Uh-huh, uh-huh, and uh-huh. I would buy this $1 little box of chow fun, and I would then walk over to the arcade, and I would just sit on the stool, and I would watch people play yeah. fighting games. Just I just had dreams about that. Like, that's not, there's not like a great end of the story. It's just that right. that itself mattered so much to me yeah. that still... 15 years later almost, my brain is like, remember that time that you just used to buy Chinese food? I mean, it's funny because that's your arcade dream, right? And you can tell where my mind usually is at. Because none of my dreams are ever that nice to me. My (laughs) dreams of arcades usually are I'm going to the arcade and there's always just games everywhere. And I run around, I see all these old school games, but they don't have the ones that I want to play. <laughs> oh my god. Or like okay. they'll have Dragon's Lair and I start to play Dragon's Lair, but it's not the right oh. version and I get mad. And then I'm like trying to look for elevator action and it's not there. I'm trying to look for Pengo and it's not there. So they never have the game that I really, really wanted to play. So that's that's how my brain my brain I tell you, man, my brain sabotages myself all the time. This is the worst. <laughs> Worst brain to have, man. And, and you know what? I, honestly, I blame genetics because, like, my mom is exactly like this. So yeah, plays a role. Uh, I was yeah. definitely not commentating at the time. I'll tell you what I did is I I was very quiet and I would buy this chufflin and I would go sit down on uh, a stool in the arcade with my earphones in, probably like a Rio. <laughs> I, I forget if that. That might have been iPod territory at that point, but right. it might have been yeah, Rio still. Okay. okay. Um, and I didn't talk to anybody or say anything. That's so weird. I was too quiet. Yeah. I was very shy. David was a shy, quiet boy in college. Wow. You weren't you weren't outgoing like a like a shoot, I forgot what his name is now. She bangs, this she bangs. William Hong. William Hong. He was Hung. definitely yeah. not outgoing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He just had a weird sense that he could do things like sing in public, but he was not outgoing otherwise. Right. Very weird dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, what are we talking about? Uh, Walmart. Walmart. Wow, what a tangent from Walmart. Uh, that's wild. Great anyway, it turns out Walmart's involved in esports. And they're talking about how they want uh, to get involved in esports. They know it's a big thing and they think it's a way to engage customers. Mm. Uh, and for Esports Arena, uh, brings awareness to the brand. Yeah, awareness to the brand, more, more opportunities to sell things. Right? They have this new product line of. Uh, more expensive or I guess fancier computers uh, to sell that comes along with it so they're both I guess getting something out of it I like how a lot of these people are naming these arcade games like they're these super old school classic games like you don't want you don't want to get me started into like talking about like Journey and Flicky and Targ and Starhawk and, and Dig Dug and Kangaroo well, I know and Dig Dug. Rally X and Bosconian. I've never heard of Targ. Bosconian? Star, uh, Star Castle? Oh, dang. Sinistar? Oh, God. From the on. Lensman series? Wait, what? Boscone? Bosconian. Dude, that game was great because it was one of the first games that had speech in it. And so basically, well, you would fly around, and it was like a, it was like an overhead view of spaceship, and you had to blow up these giant stations. But the more bad guys were on the screen, you would see this thing that would tell you your safety condition, and it would either be green, yellow, or red. And when it got to red, the game would just start going condition red, condition red, and there'd just be like ships all over the. Sh- oh my God, it's so great, Berserk. Yes. Oh God, when I absolutely lost it. Yeah. Uh, How do you spell Boscone? Bosconian? It's B-O-S-C-O-N-I-A-N. Well, they must have taken it from the Lensman series, classic series by 
E.E. Smith. Eh, could be, could be. I mean, what else? It's, you know. Anyway. But Berserk, dude, when when they, in uh, the first season of Futurama, they made a random Berserk reference, and I absolutely died. Like, I, I, my roommate at the time, we were watching, both watching Futurama in separate rooms. She didn't get the reference, and when it came on, she just heard me dying. Like, I was just laughing like crazy, and she just came out. I was like, what the hell, you know? Because, dude, I, that was the last thing that I was expecting at that time, dude. It was so great. All right. All right. They were on the robot planet, and they were trying to chase them down over the loudspeakers. I said, yeah. catch that humanoid. Catch that oh, intruder. I'm sure and I didn't I'm just, that oh, Dude, yeah. I died. I was laughing so, oh, my God. Look, I disavow the Lensman anime. I've seen it. And, uh, that Robot Planet episode is still one of the best ones. I love that episode so much. It's a great series if you can get past all the sexism and misogyny. The, you know, I mean, look, it's the a, Lensman stuff. Yeah, yeah it's oh, like, okay, a, like okay. I thought you were talking about early nineteenth uh, century, or maybe like nineteen forties or something. This is a different time. Yeah, you know, you wrote. He wrote mm-hmm. things about how women didn't want it. Ladybug, yeah, there you go. Uh, what are we yeah. talking about? Walmart. What do you think about? <laughs> <laughs> what do we, What do you think about? I, I, look, for me, it's weird. I like I. I literally want to have an opinion on it, and I don't know what that opinion is because it's just so out of the left field. Look, obviously, the problem is you know working with Walmart is gross because Walmart's disgusting, right? In a lot of different ways, but. I'm also a person who's like fiercely loyal to purchasing things off of Amazon, so I really can't say anything, right? So, because like, if I'm gonna be all like, oh, I'm gonna boycott Walmart, then I better be boycotting Amazon too, and I'm definitely You're not making doing a good that. argument for that. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm, unfortunately, I'm never, I'm not boycotting Amazon, unfortunately. So, have you boycotted Amazon? I've, I've pretty drastically cut down. Oh, really? Okay, okay. It's. I mean, if I can't find something anywhere else, then I'll get it there. Okay, okay. Um, I'm not a big fan. Where are you getting uh, all your stuff then from online? Or are you just buying them at brick-and-mortar stores now? I'm trying to do more of that. Oh, um, okay, okay. Yeah. I live in an area where you can walk around, so that's not... Oh, uh, yeah, that's true, too. Okay. Uh, anyway, I'm not a big fan of this. Uh, for, for the gross reasons that Walmart is gross? Yeah, I don't like Walmart very much. Yeah, uh, I think that's the biggest thing. Walmart has done with so many situa- so many businesses in so many different cities, uh, come in and basically destroyed the local economy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and replaced it with itself. That's happened a billion times at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, I really don't like that, and I really don't want that to happen for arcades. I mean, not main arcades, but land centers, esports type mm-hmm, venues, mm-hmm, whatever mm-hmm. we're going to call this stuff now, because um, it's not as simple as arcades anymore. But I really don't want that to happen. And I would hate to have a situation where there is... Because there are still some arcades. And for example, I looked it up. I know that there's an arcade in uh, Colorado, uh, Akihabara, Denver, I think. Or Denver, Akihabara. Okay, okay. Um, And I looked up how far away Colorado Springs is. It's a couple hours. So it's not going to, like, cannibalize. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Right? mm -hmm. Probably not that much. Um, But you could imagine a situation where it would... And hard to think that like they didn't use the if there's a Walmart in Denver because there is an arcade there like that's not the, into their calculus. Mm-hmm. So I don't want a situation where there's uh, Walmart coming into town, opening up some esports arena that then kills whatever local business is right. running yeah, yeah. its land center, doing its uh, tournament space, something like that. I get the appeal of having uh, more tournament spaces in places that don't currently have it. I think that's very nice. 
but that seems like it can come at a pretty significant cost of where that exists. Right. It's going to get priced out by Walmart. I just want to know what it looks like. Is it going to be like a separate room attached to Walmart? So or? you know how they have they have like restaurants in Walmart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They uh-huh. have uh, like eye exam places in Walmart. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just a room. Okay, okay. Right, it's the same kind so of thing. Not you just, just walk into a room. It's not just going to be like sitting in the middle of their, of their electronics the, department. You know? I mean, I you know I haven't <laughs> I've seen pictures of one location, so I'm just kind of extrapolating that they'll all look like that, but I don't know for sure. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I'm also pretty skeptical of how well this can be financially. Like, yeah. Uh-huh. It just doesn't seem. I mean, it's it's, it's not like these are going to be once a week. We're going to have esports arena events here. There's going to be a physical location that's just there. Right. It's just going to be there. And is that going to be the kind of thing that's sustainable day to day? I don't know. I feel like Walmart. It, it's as if Walmart would have to have incredibly deep pockets and have the ability to wait out. Uh, the actual economics of the situation, mm-hmm. which uh, again, this whole thing, yep, this whole thing to me is all kind Thank of God. part and parcel of the, the conversations that we were having about the esports bubble and stuff like yes. that from a few weeks ago. Everybody wants to get on this esports yes. train, and it drives me nuts because I feel like that's what's causing this false sense of growth in esports. Mm-hmm. I really don't think esports is as big and as important as everybody thinks it is right now because. It's, I feel like it's big and important because we're all trying to say it is and we're all trying to fudge numbers to show everybody how crazy... Like, when the person said, like, oh, you know, right now at this particular moment, Twitch had more viewers than the Super Bowl. Like, you just compared the entire platform to one show on TV when there's still a few hundred other billion channels out there. So, like, can you compare all of TV watching... To what Twitch is doing, like saying you. Twitch is like, oh look, we have as many as the Super Bowl, like that's so like, come on, like I, I've said this before, statistics you can use it to prove anything the way that you describe it, right? So I just feel like we're creating this false bubble, and that's why all these people are like, oh hey, let's put in all this money into this team, let's sponsor all these players. Hey, where's our money return? It's not happening. Let's pull out. Everybody wants to jump into esports because it's the big thing, but I don't think it's as big as people think it is, to be honest with you. No, so. I, I think that's true. I do think it's very big. Mm-hmm. I think I think it's big. Yeah, but I, it's not as big as everybody is making it out. To I think be. that's fair. Yeah, yeah. but uh-huh. I, Gentle Snow is also right that people know esports will be big, and they want in on the ground floor. I absolutely agree with that. Yes, uh-huh. absolutely I agree with that. Agree with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. and although I think that there's a lot of growth yet before we get to anything that's like what the maximum growth level of esports mm-hmm. will be, long time away. Um, I think that there's a period of time now where there's probably too much investment. Right. But if you're somebody who wants to get involved, you do need to have this calculation of it's going to be big. I can't. I don't want to risk. Uh, having all that development occur without me in it because then I really have no chance of having a big mm-hmm, role to play. Mm-hmm. If I get in now, maybe I'll lose money, but maybe I'll start the thing that everybody uses in five years or, right. or the, mm-hmm. the eSports arenas that everybody's playing in in five years. Like that's, that's what everybody's thinking when they're getting involved and you got to think that Walmart's having the same kind of mm-hmm. thoughts. We're, Walmart's going to be where you go to have tournaments for video games. Ugh. I mean that's that's what they're that's Ugh. what it is, Ugh. right? Ugh. Yeah, but you know, uh, again, I totally get it. But and and everyone trying to get in on the ground floor is what always causes the bubble, because 
the the thing that everybody's excited about is always too early. Sure. I mean, when I first joined Symantec way back in nineteen in two thousand or whatever like that, startups was exactly that. Everybody was talking about startups. A brand new startup would show up. They would go public. Yeah. Their stock would jump yeah. to three hundred, and the next day it would fall all the way back down to twenty. And billions of people like lost all this money and stuff like that. Well, not billions, no, I but get it. a lot of people lost money. It's the exact same thing. And in the end, what happened? There's really no startups. It's just the companies that are out there, and the few startups just keep getting bought out by everybody else. And but stuff like that. during that time, some things were created that ended up becoming gigantic. Right. What if you were like? This idea about selling books that ends up turning into Amazon. What if right. I got in? Uh-huh. Like that, you could. Yeah, that could happen. Right. And it did happen for yeah, some people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And so that's what people are thinking about now. And I think that there's there's rarely great return on investment mm-hmm. right now mm-hmm. for esports mm-hmm. teams. Very rarely. I saw some stats recently, and I forget who compiled them, unfortunately. But it was how much uh, money has been invested in major esports teams versus how much they've received. Mm-hmm. And some of them have made like ten or twelve million dollars, mm-hmm. but they've put in like a hundred million dollars. <laughs> right. Um, so, so in those cases, you just have to depend on having really deep pockets mm-hmm. and hope that you're going to last long enough to right. end up in whatever the final situation is. Yeah. And like I said, Walmart has infinite money. Yeah, that's um, true. And as long as they're willing to to have loss leading kind of situation, which they've proven a billion times, also, mm-hmm. as long as they're willing to do that here, then they can last things out. I just don't. I don't really want the situation of having the Walmartization of arcades and land centers and tournaments. I think that'd be a big negative for the scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I, I'm not a fan of it. Like I said, mostly just because I'm not a fan of the the Walmart pairing and the Walmart grouping kind I'm of thing. I'm a little worried about that. Would have been nicer if they had like teamed up with like Chuck E. Cheese or something. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese, where a gamer can be a gamer. <laughs> yeah, wow, uh, isn't there? A, there's a grown-up version of that. Dave and Buster's. Dave and Buster's, yeah. Uh, but I mean, are Dave and Buster's? I guess they still exist, huh? I, I think so. I haven't okay, been to one okay. in a long time. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know why that would have changed. <clears throat> okay. Uh, anyway, there's some news. Yeah, Best Buy would have actually been better. So round one would have been cool. Uh, but round one, there's not that many of them, though. Yeah, it, round one's a different situation. Right, uh-huh. uh, Best Buy, I'm not... If you're going to pick a team to last long-term, I think the team is Walmart rather than Best Buy. Right. Uh-huh. But... <laughs> I still was so sad because I made that beautiful pun about Best Buy a long time ago, and a lot of people didn't get it and because it was in text, but in verbal format. Last time I went to Best Buy... It was so ridiculously empty that I think that they should rename the store to Goodbye. So I thought that was amazing, but when I wrote it out, like it was good B U Y, yeah, and yeah. so like people didn't get the. Come on, that is a genius pun right there. I mean, come on, that was that's a good one. So, did you see when I was talking about Ajax voting earlier, no. and I said that <laughs> he he voted he voted in the midterm elections. <laughs> He voted. He voted straight ticket Democrat. <laughs> this is on. This is on Facebook, right? It was on Twitter, buddy. Oh, it was on Twitter. Okay, I missed those. I missed those. So yeah. Uh, right. Democrat. God. Anyway, there's a couple other topics that we could discuss, and I don't know if you want to. One of them is that Dragon Ball Fighters was pulled from Dream Hack Atlanta. I think that's a huge topic. Big actually. topic. Because uh, 
Look, every time people have told me, because again, I'm sorry to bring it up again, but like everybody got mad at me when I was talking about Street Fighter V and how it's kind of like the one game that could take us places. And everyone's like, oh, look, Dragon Ball had the most viewers at Evo, blah, 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 blah. This is the reason why I'm concerned. Okay. And this is the reason why I'm concerned because it belongs to another IP. Well, okay, so what, what happened was just that Jibaley, so, that, so there has been planned a Dragon uh-huh. Ball Fighters tournament at DreamHack Atlanta, right. mm-hmm. which was going to be next weekend, week and a half from mm-hmm. now, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, Jibaley, who is the fighting game director for DreamHack, mm-hmm. put out a statement saying that they would have to uh, withdraw that. He, it was very general. He says, due to unforeseen challenges, DreamHack will not be able to include Dragon Ball Fighters. Uh, we would like to sincerely apologize. You know, there's no statement of what occurred. Right. And some people are saying it was number of entrants, but Jibaley specifically said it wasn't because of number of entrants. He did. He did. And for me... Considering that it also got pulled out of BCF. Right. Like, to me, I'm just like, oh, Machinima, DreamHack. These are two big companies. Right. I mean, for me, the writing's on the wall, right? It's just, it's right there, right? It's like, what do you think it's, it is? Uh, it's licensing. Okay. I think it's licensing issues. It's Dragon Ball licensing issues. They want the money, you know, to, to put on these kind of things. That's that's my opinion. No, I, I think I think you're right. If I had to take a guess, that's my guess as well. Mm-hmm. However, there's a couple of different parties involved. Do you think that it's Namco or do you think that it is Toei? Uh, I think it's mostly the Dragon Ball side. The I Dragon Ball so. side. I think it's mostly the Game Dragon Ball side. side. Yeah, yeah. I really, really, honestly do because um, that, that's it's the same problem right now. Like if MVC Four came out, I would have the exact same problems with it. You're just not gonna have any fun trying to put that into any events right now because Marvel is just like in this stupid world of like we own everything, right? Unless somehow magically Combo Fiend can convince them otherwise, which I just don't think is gonna happen, right? Because it's yeah. Marvel, like. I like there's rumors of MC4 whatever blah 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 like I almost kind of would say rather say no to an MVC4 just because then we don't have to deal with this kind of thing because people if like let's say they announce it and everyone's gonna oh I'm so excited for MVC4 then you find out every time you try to do anything with that game it's like wait 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 let's get Marvel approval and then you just sit there and wait for like six months before Marvel gets back and you're like you can run that tournament right and it's like thanks that was last month you know what I mean? Kind of thing like that. So, you know, that's that's my concern about it, which is why the nice thing about something like Tekken, about like Street Fighter, like Guilty Gear, is if you get them to run their game, you that's it. You have everything already because they're the actual IP of the company. So, yeah. you know, um, for me, I think Tekken is like maybe one of the best chances that we have for something else that, you know, Street Fighter, if Street Fighter isn't going to be the one to do it, it would be Tekken. Well, so Tekken is still in Dreamhack Atlanta, but it was pulled from Body Count Fighting. Right. And that one, that one was weird. I felt like that one was kind of like, because they did it at the same time, maybe, or maybe Bandai Namco did want the money from from that one. I'm not sure, so. I really don't know. Yeah. Um... Obviously, it sucks, and what sucks as well is that there's no reimbursements being given out. So some people, yeah, people bought flights and they are buzzed. Oh, the, for flights, you mean for for entry though? There. Uh, let me see if he addresses that. It doesn't mention that in the statement. 
Right. But for sure, people are not getting their tickets. Uh, right. Get, get, exactly. If you entry is being reimbursed, I hadn't heard of that either way. Okay. So, um, okay. But not flights is. or hotels because but, those were booked by the people and yeah. you know blah blah blah. So the people who have already, I mean, DreamHack Atlanta is very soon, right? It's in a week and a half. It's a week and a half. So the fact that they pulled it out only two weeks, two in, weeks advance. in advance, that's terrible. I didn't even think about that, man. Yeah, that's a chunk of change that has been lost in some cases. I would be, I mean, like, if I had already purchased flights and hotel for that, I'd be super mad. I mean, I would just go. Well, that's that's what Jibali basically says, that, right. you know, you can still come and play in other games because they right. are having other games. Dude, I would just go and just go hang out in Atlanta and eat all the different foods oh. that everybody suggested and just explore Atlanta. Good I would town. just be like... Screw that whole entire thing. And yeah, and since you guys all went there for E-League and everything like that, dude, I would have like 19 restaurant recommendations already, so so it would actually be pretty good. So I think I remember two places. I wouldn't blame Jabali on it. I would not oh, blame Jabali on it. For, for sure all. it's not Alex, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, you know, maybe that's in shape for sure, because I don't know, but mm-hmm. no way, right? Like, right, I don't... He... He's, he Run CEO too well, CEO Taku too well. All the previous DreamHacks have been run great that he's been involved in. It's only one game that's being right. taken out. All the rest of the things are still there. I can't imagine it's Jabali's fault. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Um, but it definitely sucks. And, and if it is a rights issue, as I mean, I agree with you. I think that probably mm-hmm. that seems the most likely thing to me. Um, then that sucks. And that, that could really hurt the future of the Dragon Ball scene. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, imagine a situation where it's not just... If, they, if they're just trying to get money from Machinima, from DreamHack, or maybe not just get money, but just prevent the streaming mm-hmm. of it or mm-hmm. the playing of it, uh, then, they, then what if that were to be applied to other tournaments? Right, exactly. Right? If they go after CEO or EVO. I mean, EVO's very large. Right, like, yeah, yeah. You know, so EVO's big enough to be on their attention, on you would their think. radar. You so. would think. So I think that that, that could be really disastrous. Uh, I'm sure I've mentioned this before, but I think that the rights that are afforded to copyright holders in the United States are absurd. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish that that would change at some point. Probably not gonna. Yeah. Probably not gonna. Yeah. So that's uh, that's a bummer. Hmm. And you know what, Burning Pyre, that is the that's a good idea. Get travel insurance on flights for Dragon Ball tournaments. Oh, that's right. You can always add that little extra for for last second canceling on flights, right? Yeah. But and and for hotels, you can usually cancel within before twenty four hours, and you're okay, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, oftentimes you don't have to prepay. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right, so. Dang, that sucks. That is a that's a smart thing, Burning Pyre, but it sucks to actually see it said like that. You know what I mean? To know that. Yeah, you should probably do that if you're going to a Dragon Ball event, at least until the the air is clear, you know. Ugh. Yeah, that's a bummer. Okay. Well, I guess that's about it for that. Uh, do you? What do you want to do now? Uh, we could do the IPS preview if you want to talk about that. Sure. Okay. Uh, then we'll maybe talk about FGC news and then Soul Calibur and whatnot after yeah, that. Yeah, Soul Calibur. And- Blizzard convention Blizzard convention And stuff like that And I can talk about My Tetris effect experiences And stuff like that Cool So uh, right, Yeah Next Tuesday One week from today Is going to be The Injustice Pro Series Finals mm-hmm. It's on Tuesday For whatever reason uh, And it's going to be Most of the day <laughs> That sucks it, <laughs> Yeah Do you want to skip next week So you can watch it? I mean oh, I'll be there 
Oh, oh, that's right. You're going to be there. You're doing commentary. So there is no Tuesday show next week. There's no week. Tuesday show. News to you guys out there. Uh, no Tuesday show next week. <laughs> Basically, the reason that I came to the show today while the midterm elections are going on, as much as I'd like to know the results, is that I know I couldn't right, be here yeah, next yeah, time, yeah. so I didn't want okay, to miss two okay. in a row. Okay. Uh, so yeah, it's going to be next Tuesday. Um, it will be on twitch.tv slash netherrealm, of course, but it's also going to be on Disney XD and ESPN3. Interesting. What? That's so confusing to me. They're putting DC characters on Disney. Oh. I just don't get that. Like, I'm... I I'm Didn't so, that happen before? Wasn't well, it? they put it on ESPN, yeah. right? But, like, that's still... That's ESPN, but now okay. actually Disney. Actually Disney. Yeah, I don't know. It just seems so weird to me. Weird. DC is on Disney. Oh, that's so weird. That's what it's going to be like. Okay. So, uh, uh, it's been the the... Getting ready for it has been getting going for quite some time. Uh, it's going to be the top 12 ranked players. Yes. Then plus the winner of a few different events. So Tekken Master from the Intercontinental Championship. So it's going to be 16 people 16 total, total. Right? Yes. Uh-huh. Hey George, who plays the Joker uh, from League of Latina. Honeybee from Canada. And Last Chance Qualifier is won by Basics. So it's going to be... That was really, at ECT. Was at ECT, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's going to be an awesome lineup of people. Uh, I'm really excited for it. I went through the bracket because you can see it online. Um... I'll put it in the chat. It's unfortunately only in a tweet right now. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Um, that's unfortunate, but here you go. You can check it out for yourself. Uh, and I and I tried to do, like, a who's my predictions, you know? Oh, you, you filled out your bracket. I did fill out my bracket. Um, and looking through it, and I, I, I didn't try to make this happen, but I have Sonic Fox winning it. And that sounds to me like it's wrong. As much as it sounds like right, it's no, right. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That doesn't seem... Because he hasn't been as dominant in the game and guys yeah. like Dragon and stuff. Well, not Dragon. Maybe not Dragon, but, yeah, but Rewind. Right. Looking to make it really far. Tweety, right? Tweety as yeah. well. Uh-huh. Biohazard's been doing super, super well. Uh, you got players like Samij who can still do excellently at any time. Gur the same way. Hayate the same way. Uh, it's a really sick lineup of players. Um... In yeah, here we, all right, here we go. So uh, I have Tweety versus Basics. These are two players who play against each other a lot. They're kind of training buddies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Basics is much less well known than Tweety is, who won uh, a couple of big tournaments this year. Right. Uh, he's number one right now. He's, he's yeah, he's number, number one. Overall. one right? He has the most points. Mm-hmm. So I like Tweety moving on right there. Uh, I have Gur beating Honeybee. I think Gur's been playing super well recently. Dang, okay. I'm very impressed by him. His okay. Adam is super strong. All right. I have Rewind beating Happy Pow. Rewind's the Evo champion. Uh, he played extremely well. That's Happy right, Pow is a yeah. French Flash player who's really good. But, yeah, I like Rewind in that situation, I think. He plays the same character as well as some others, so he's going to know it well. Uh, I have Samij beating Scar. Okay. Uh, Samij, I think, is a super good player still. <laughs> then I have Sonic Fox beating what? No, I like your filled out bracket. I, fill, I literally yeah. filled it out by hand. Yeah, that's actually cool. Uh, on my tablet. Yeah. So I have Sonic Fox beating Hey George. These guys have played together before. In fact, I think last year at the E-League event, they had to play each other first round, and Hey George almost beat Sonic Fox. Oh, yeah? Okay. okay. It was really close. Uh, I think Sonic Fox is probably going to win it again, but we'll Even see. Even though he's spending so much time on Soul Calibur and Dragon Ball now. So, that, so yeah, that's, that's the issue for Sonic Fox, is how well can he spread himself... Because right. there have been times when he's been spreading himself thin, and it seems like other Injustice players catch up during that time. Right. He did win SCR. 
He did. Yeah. He did. Yeah, no, I mean, he's, he can definitely do it. It's just a question of how much time he's putting into it. Mm-hmm. He was just in Japan for that Tokyo uh, Film Festival event for Dragon <laughs> That's Ball. That's right. But yeah. you got to think that in these next, next, next week and a half that he's putting in a lot of time into Injustice. Okay. Uh, I have DR Gross beating Irish Mantis. Irish Mantis is a really strong uh, player from Ireland, as the name implies. Uh, Gross won, or no, got uh, top four at a couple of big events earlier this year. Didn't have as good a showing after that, but I still think he's strong. I feel like in another life, your handle would have been gross. Gross would have been good. I think for you, that would have actually been an amazing handle, actually. You know, I I chose Ultra David too early. It was before like my yeah, formative yeah, yeah. time. Uh-huh, right? uh-huh, I didn't right. know enough. I didn't know who I was at the time. Right. Uh, I got Biohazard taken out. <laughs> That's Master. true. We would have been called Gross Chen. <laughs> gross Chen. Uh, Which sounds like the name of like a philosopher or something like that. That could be a lot of different things. Yeah. Gross Chen. Gross Chen. Okay. So Biohazard and Tekken Master have played each other quite a few times as well. Sometimes they've gone back and forth. Usually Bio takes it. That's what I got again. Okay. Uh, I have Hayate over Silver Eye. And then I just have basically Rewind running through the rest. Biohazard beating Sonic Fox in Winner's Side. Because he's done that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. There's precedent for that. But then Sonic Fox making it through loser's side, beating Biohazard in loser's finals. Uh, Rewind meeting Sonic Fox in grand finals. And then, I mean, those guys play each other a lot. They're, they're big training buddies. Rewind's Evo champion. So it's definitely doable for him to beat Sonic Fox. But, but he didn't have to play Sonic Fox in that tournament, did he? Oh, uh, that's a great question. I, I, I always remember, I remember reading that the Injustice champion at EVO has always avoided Sonic Fox somehow. That's, that sounds right to me. I'm trying to remember in my mind now. Yeah, I'm not 100% sure about that, so. Yeah. Um. Oh, do they actually list them as Echo Fox Scar? Oh, God, they do. Oh, do they? Uh. That's a bummer. Yeah, that Batman player from Injustice One. Uh, you're talking about Forever King, right? Forever King. Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. Come on, I'm looking this up now. I'm curious. I'm trying to find that. By the way, there's a really good uh, source at Smash GG for the Injustice Pro series. Where they have like the full breakdown of everything that's oh, occurred. That's cool. Yeah, it's really nice. Yeah, Dragon definitely didn't play Sonic says special beam cannon. Not sure about rewind though. Okay. Well, I oh, mean, whatever. no yeah, worries no, about it. Fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay, so but you do have Sonic Fox winning it just through circumstance. I mean, that's kind of like when yeah, we picked Snake Eyes to win that one year of uh, huh, that's right of the Capcom Pro Tour. Right? Yeah, Capcom, Capcom Cup, Cup. We had right. him winning. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Not going zero and two. Well, look, I don't think that Sonic Fox is going to go 0-2 because I like him in the first round for sure. But there's like a chance that he loses to Biohazard in right. winner's side. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Certainly in winner's finals, if he makes it there, there's a good chance that he loses. So I think I feel like worst case for him is maybe he goes 2-2 two two or 3-2. Right, okay. But it's not going to be a blow-up for sure. Uh, definitely check it out. It's going to be, like I said, it's on Tuesday next week. It starts uh, in the morning. It's like the whole day. Okay. Oh, and by the way, Biohazard in the chat literally says Scar was signed up as oh, yeah, Fox sure. before. Yeah, of course, of course. For sure. Yeah, I know. But it's just, you know, still got to make the, the prices right sound anyway. So. I got you beating him, dude, in Winter's Side. 
You're only saying that now just because it's written the on the thing. I don't. Let me look. Let me look. That's totally not. No, you totally James. have my. No, just kidding. How dare you? <laughs> Uh, yeah, please check it out. Um, it's a really fun game to watch. I really like it. It is. There's, oh, man, it. it's just one of those games that just never quite got the, the shine that it should have, to be honest with you. And it's just the bad reputation. Again, it's the bad presentation, right? The presentation's the problem. So, yeah, no problem, Biohazard. Good luck, man. Good luck. Yeah, I'll see you in less than a week. Oh, that's right. You'll be there. I okay. will be there. I'll, I'll watch it. I'll then. be commentating. I'll watch it. There was unfortunate news that ketchup and mustard can't make it. Oh, what? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Because they were supposed to be like... I guess. I mean, I don't know the deets, but they said that they could not make it. And then it wasn't for like dumb esports reasons. Okay. Okay. So, okay. I, I don't know, but I hope uh, things are all right over there. Right, right. And Gentle Snow. I mean, honestly... Street Fighter V still has better presentation than Injustice does, like, by, by a lot. MVCI and Injustice 2 are probably some of the worst uh, presentation fighting games right now. You gotta think it's Marvel, but... Um, Marvel vs. Capcom Injustice is probably the worst. Probably the worst. By far. Probably the worst. Yeah. But Injustice... Look, the models are great. The backgrounds are... The face good. animations are good, too. The faces like, look they great. they talk in the story mode and stuff like that. The dialogue's good. It's so good. Gameplay's good. It's just that it's very dark. The, the animations are bad. The music is bad. And like I said, they, they like I said, there's always the the, the 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 cathartic KO. I think is still missing. Like you, you don't. There's so much. Like I don't until like I've always believed that. But Tekken slow mo has really emphasized that to me. How much the cathartic KO. And I've said this about Street Fighter Four as well. Street Fighter Four has the longest KO freeze that I've ever seen in yeah. my life. Yeah. When I used to watch YouTube videos, as soon as KO happened, I would hit the arrow just to skip forward and it would still be frozen. Yeah. You know, because it took so goddamn long for that to finish. But in tournament environment, it's beautiful. Because you just, boom, KO! And everyone gets the screen. Yeah. And Injustice yeah. is like, boom, you hit them and then the guy pauses and goes to restart match. And But, but even if that doesn't happen, if you kill somebody with a super, then once the super animation ends, their they character rolls... Up. And then they go, and then they go, oh, the stand up, and then they like explode a little bit. There's like uh, a little like <laughs> bubble that yeah, comes out um, of them of like an explosion, mm-hmm. and then they fall. It's super anticlimactic. And even the start, yeah, begin. <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing? Ready, begin. It's just a bad idea. Oh, man. The, the start, when you boot the game, and you just see Batman slowly, silently walking up steps up uh-huh. to the big computer, because it's this is all. You know, his computer that, narrated, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. He turns on the computer, and it just goes... And then forgettable music plays. <laughs> and it doesn't, it doesn't, it's not like, injustice! You yeah, know what I mean? I it's know. not like, whoa! Uh-huh. It's like, right. Batman slowly walks up the stairs. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I mean, we talked about this stuff before. But I mean, like, you watch like, Batman the Man animated series, which apparently just came out as a whole Blu-ray set. I was so sick. But, like, right. and then you get the Danny Elfman, like, oh, my God. Even Superman. Dun, 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 dun. You know, I mean, Jesus. Oh, man. Oh, God. Slowly walks up Anyways, the stairs. Yeah, we've talked about this a million times. So we Silently presses the button for the computer to turn on. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. I mean, Soul Calibur is at least goes Soul Calibur. 
six. Yeah, it's a little janky, but it's yeah, way yeah. better. Uh-huh. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Enough. Uh, it's going to be fun. I'm really looking forward to it. Okay. Dude, Batman the Animated Series was such a good cartoon. She's so good. I mean, it really defined Batman to a lot of people. It really redefined how Batman was to people. And the fact that even a character like Harlequin, who was created for the cartoon, mm-hmm. is now like one of the most popular DC characters now. Yeah. Paul Dini, She's man. Cool. Paul Dini. She's cool. Diniverse. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, uh, oh, I should say there's a $150,000 prize pool. Nice. Oh, shout out to the Evening Star. Thanks, sick. There you go. Thanks, Evening Star. Yeah, that's Star. a big prize pool. Oh, and they did a great job of separating it out. In terms of what the payment is going to yeah, be. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That should definitely uh, be commended and mentioned. Yes. So first place will get $40,000. Second place will get $20,000. Right. So like I said, it's one hundred fifty k overall. You might think that winner gets 60% of that, but they're not doing anything like that. It's only 40000 I I love that. I think yes. that's great. And that's uh-huh. explicitly what some players ask for. This, this is how that number was chosen, at least uh, how it seems in public. Um, was that a couple of players put together a list of like here's what I would like to see the out the the payouts be? Oh dang! Okay. And then sure enough, that's exactly what it was. Nice. Okay. So like I said, it's forty thousand, twenty thousand, ten thousand. So Biohazard saying five thousand. Oh, it's a hundred thousand prize pool according to Biohazard. Fifty thousand was spread throughout the circuit. Oh, let me do the math. Sixty, seventy. Oh yeah, you're, no, you're right. Yeah. Okay. Good, good call. Okay. Yeah, there but still. Go. I mean, you're about to win $40,000, so that's not so bad, right? Damn! Oh, okay, okay. No, 40000 was first place. Okay. Yeah. I thought, you, I, thought, I thought you were saying, like, 4000 or something like that. Oh, I thought you no. were, like, trying to tell him that he was going to, like, lose badly. But that's cool. But everybody gets paid. Even, yeah, even 13th. 13th gets $750, and that'll cover, you know, a, a canceled flight and hotel to, to Atlanta. At least most of it, probably, so. Yeah. Why don't they adopt the poker tournament's prize pool? Because the poker tournament prize pool is like a few bajillion dollars. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's not. Uh, if everybody not had reasonable. the entry fee of ten thousand dollars and there was a thousand competitors, you could spread the prize pool down a little further. If you do the percentage, then that means people are literally winning like three cents <laughs> towards the end. And it's just pointless at that point. Again, everybody's getting paid. Everybody's getting right. a minimum of seven fifty just for qualifying for this. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that's really nice. Yeah. Okay. I think it's great. It's it's just more sustainable. Oh yeah, for sure. Right. It's, it's definitely actually nice. rewarding. Like I said, for it's, it's nice if you have. Like I said, if the amount is there, right? Because I mean, I know a lot of people were mad about it in the Smash tournament, but the Smash tournament only had like what two thousand something total. Right. Which tournament? For Evo, that was one of the big ones that was... And you're blocking your microphone, sorry. 2,000 two entrants? Oh, it was like $2,000 or something I like mean, that. if there's like 2,000 entrants, then it can't oh, be $2,000. Oh, yeah, that's $2, right. Then it would be $20,000, right? I would think. Yeah, it's $20,000. Still not that as ain't. much as $100,000 to spread around, so... Mm, he's right. <laughs> yeah, I did it. Yeah, yeah. I did it, yeah. <laughs> I did it. Uh, all right. <laughs> Looking forward to it. Okay, so that's going to be exciting. That'll be on Tuesday next week in Correct. view of the Tuesday show. And by the way, it'll be in Chicago. It's at the Prism Nightclub. It's at a nightclub? Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, I'm sure it's, it's not at a nightclub? Gonna, it's probably not going to look like a nightclub once they get it all esports out, but yeah, it's going to Actually, you know, if they make it like a Gotham City nightclub, 
and they like decked it out with like you know penguin. He owns the place, and like you have. You don't seem like you're happy. No, with that would be idea. so cool. Oh, okay, that would be cool. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh I was, my god, I wasn't that'd sure. be so yeah, sick. Yeah, it would be sick if they did that. This expression was, "Why are you getting my hopes up?" Oh, okay, okay, fair enough. Or make it like Mr. Freeze's thing, and then you could have someone come in and go, "Ice to meet you," you know, dude. That'd be sick. That'd be sick. And then once once the tournament ends, if I'm commentating the very end of it. Uh, I'll be like, all right, what killed this tournament? And I'll be like, the, <laughs> the Ice, Ice Age! <laughs> yes! Oh, man, that would be amazing. <laughs> None of this is happening. <laughs> I'm sure it's not. But that'd be great. Uh, I'll be able to say it anyway. Just, okay. clo- just close out the stream like that. Yeah. I'm, on, I'm on Disney. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some kid's like, what, Daddy? What's, what's he talking about? Yeah, I know, right? Oh, come on. Well, it's the son, Batman. 20 years ago, it was a terrible movie. There's a Batman movie where he, they had nipples on the bat suit, <laughs> you know. Oh, boy. All right, enough of that. Okay. Uh, Captain Cold, they put it instead of Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze had an alternate. There is Mr. Freeze, though. Yeah. There is the alternate of Captain yeah. Cold, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, Want to just jump to um, FGC? I was on. I've been on TV, right? Yeah, E League. You're on E League. In fact, I am still one of the only ones that have never been on TV. Dang. I did an interview on ESPN for the Capcom Cup. I interviewed Knuckledo, but that was like one minute, and they cut out the good part of the interview. Dang. So, yeah. Bummer. Because it was, uh, I asked him Knuckledo about his year, because he had that really trying year, sure. and I almost got him to cry, and they cut that out. Dang. They got that out. What a bunch of dinguses. I'm so mad. The first time I was on TV was when I turned 10 years old And I, the city that I happened to be from Happened to be incorporated on my birthday Like the day that I was born Not just the date The mm-hmm. exact day So when I turned 10 It was also the 10th anniversary of the city And they actually sent me up in a hot air balloon uh-huh. In celebration of it And I was interviewed on local television That's so cool Oh, but that's right You were also on the Al Jazeera TV Oh yeah, I've been on big news shows a couple yeah, of times Yeah, that's, that's right yeah, yeah, So you've been on TV quite a few times We got a woo Oh, woo There you go But yeah, it's true Looking back, as, now as an adult My mom must have really bugged the city a lot because there's no way that they just knew that I was the same day, right? I got, I got a li- like, I never actually asked her. Now I'm curious. I want to go out, I want to see if she just must have called in like 20 times being like, hey, you know, my David's got the same birthday as the city. <laughs> what are you going to do about it? Like, <laughs> it must have been something like that. Oh, uh, right. man. Okay. Ah. <sighs> Okay, uh, you want to talk about some FGC news? What else is going on? Uh, a couple of interesting things happening right now. Well, first of all, uh, the NA Regionals is going to be taking place in a couple of weekends. That is on the 24th. Uh, the 17th? The 24th. 17th. It's going to be on the 17th and 18th. Obviously, we don't know because we're not going to be there. <laughs> Correct. Uh, but it is uh, going to be taking place, uh, and registration is open up for their last chance tournament in there that anybody can enter. So try to enter that and uh, try to take that spot. This weekend, yes, indeed, is the Red Bull Kumite, which is taking place in France. And again, no, we're not going to be there, unfortunately. So Correct. no France trip for us this year. So, uh, But that's going to be taking place, and that's going to be really, really, really cool. So... 
But NA Final has new character tees. Why does anybody believe that? Oh, because that's what they did all the previous years. Is it? Yeah, because Sakura and Akuma were announced there with the teases. Remember, the banners dropped for Akuma and the and the Sakura oh. petals flew out for that, right? That's right? So yeah, so maybe we'll get. Um, They'll tease Oro, right? That's the that is definitely would be the highlight character that everybody wanted. Well, look, and they'll do that by just dropping pictures of like slight testicle shots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes sense to me. Yeah, exactly. look, dude, you're basically scraping the bottle of the Street Fighter barrel at this point when it comes to interest of characters. I mean, right. honestly, maybe at this point in time, the, the one of the more exciting ones might just be someone like Honda, right? Because he's the only like classic character who hasn't shown up yet. But not a terribly popular character. No, for sure, for sure. I think they're basically out of terrible, uh, terribly popular characters. That's why they're bringing back El Fuerte. <laughs> God. El Fuerte Oro. 12. Oh, this sounds like a fantastic Remy, year. You just bring Remy back yes, in. Yeah. You're exactly right. Dude. So James is with me. Yeah, and then and then Julie and Junie? Absolutely not. Julie and Junie, this is like the the best. Boring. Right Julie and Junie, we don't need Julie and Junie. Uh Uh yeah, DJ and T-Hawk are definitely still missing from from the uh from I don't think we need T-Hawk or DJ. In uh and Fei Long too. So no yeah, maybe Faye could be useful actually in terms of Faye. gameplay variety. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Sodom and Sodom and uh, and Honda are the ones that I want in there for legacy purposes, sure. right? For logical purposes. Although I think Sodom would be cool if they could figure out a cooler way to make him. The the one thing that was kind of interesting to me. Well, I don't know. That's not really true because Blanca was actually super different. Sagat was very Sagat. But Blanca was actually significantly different. They, which, they've really changed some characters. Right. Some some are very different. Freaking Cammy. Anyways, um, yeah, she ended up exactly the same. Sure same. did. Yeah, I mean, they could change Sodom. I mean, look, if Sodom needs a name change, just call him Katana. That's all you need to do because that was his name in Final Fight. Oh, yeah. On the American release, his just name was Katana. It wasn't Sodom. Why did they call him Sodom? I don't is there know, a tale to that? I don't know where that name came from, why they named him after a biblical city. Yeah. I have no idea. But yeah, he was definitely... It doesn't like mean something in Japanese. That's... Oh, I, no, because he's totally American, right? Oh, but isn't he like a big weeb? He's, a big, he's like the biggest weeb ever, yeah. I so know. I don't know, yeah. So, oh well, okay. Anyway, uh, but that's forward kinda, to Oro. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, some other cool game news. So as we mentioned, all the fighting games are coming out. Omen of Sorrow yes. dropped today. And although we have not had a chance to try it yet, so uh, but I've played it a little bit at SCR. And we've played it at uh, various different locations before. Uh, it is a brand new game that just came out. There was a demo for it. A lot of people seem to really like it. Mm -hmm. People have played it at all the different uh, trade shows. It was at EGLX. It was at SCR. Right. It's all over the place. Game developed entirely... In Chile, mm -hmm. by just a small group of guys, and yeah. Felipe, the one of the combat designers, we've seen him at like 19 events in the last two years. He man. has been traveling. Dude, they have wow. sent him every. He was at Evil Japan, if I'm not mistaken, I, wasn't he? Mm, I don't remember, but I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, he was everywhere. But uh, he that game has come out, and uh, like I said, 
independent game developed by a very very small uh, small group of people. So uh, there is a lot of like really cool. So Felipe actually sat me down at SCR and started showing me some of the characters, uh-huh. and like he was showing me the character with the with the vials. Did you actually see that? Yes, uh, Doctor Jekyll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, right. Uh, yeah, I, I, like I felt like he was like kind of like. I don't know. I thought you would kind of like Dude, him. Dude, for sure. And in fact, when I played the game, that's who I used. Yeah, he, he was the guy, that's who Mr. Hyde, Mr. Hyde. Mr. Hyde, okay, Because yeah. the cool thing about it is, one of, those two. one of the things that I liked about that character, it felt like, and for a lot of the characters, the one thing that I miss about Street Fighter II series is that special moves are not that special anymore. In all the mo- and then all the new games. Okay. Right? They're usually combo extensions or whatever like that, but like literally... In Street Fighter 2, you could play Ryu and win an entire round with 100% special moves. Guile could win with 100% special moves and stuff like that. That just isn't really the case anymore. You know what I mean? Everything is so much more, uh, let me do my normals and stuff like that. Like, I miss that about the Street Fighter 2 games where it was just like special, special. And I feel like that's kind of like how Hyde will work because he's just going to be filling bottles and chucking them at like all these different angles. And I think that's actually going to be a lot of fun. I think that'll be a lot of cool. And, and a lot very of interesting the, ideas in those vials, too. Dude, they had, cool. like, a mummy character that mm-hmm. he can separate himself instead of jumping. Mm-hmm. It's, like, really interesting. They came up with a lot of cool They have systems. a lot of cool ideas, for sure. Uh, very interesting uh, system mechanics and stuff like yeah. that. So. Yeah, definitely give it a, a look. It's it's uh, got a lot of cool ideas. Also, important to note, that when I did play that character, I played against a rando at whatever the event was, mm-hmm. and... He was really mad that I grabbed him every single time. <laughs> so, in fact, when I played, I didn't actually try that much of the actual character. Mm-hmm. I just did grabs to be a dick. <laughs> wow, I can't imagine that you would do that, David. I never uh, would have pictured you doing that to anybody hey. in that in a fighting game. Hey, throws a cheap. Dude. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Fun. Yeah, check it out. Yes, a lot of interesting ideas in it. Yeah, definitely check that out. A couple of other really interesting things here. Uh, Sega has renewed the trademark for the Virtua Fighter logo. They did. Um, They've also said that they don't have anything specifically in the works. I should also point out that if you're going to keep a trademark alive, you need to register it after five to six years after the first time you registered, mm-hmm. and then every decade after that. Right. So you uh-huh. just have to do it. Right. Unless yeah, you yeah. want to abandon it, which they probably mm-hmm. don't want to mm-hmm. do. So the fact that there is a trademark renewal doesn't mean that there's going to be a new thing. Right. It just means that they don't want to abandon the trademark. And they can still put it in Shenmue and stuff like that. They right? could use yeah. it for nothing at all. The cost of renewing for trademark is machine, a few right. hundred bucks. So. I mean, look, if you forget to renew contracts by one day, then... And you get yourself screwed over, and George Lucas like makes all the money. So that's what happened with the Kenner toys, the Star Wars toys, and stuff like that. Someone had like the best; they had the best licensing deal because no one thought the Star Wars toys were going to make oh, any right, money. Right, right, yeah. So I mean, there's this whole series on Netflix. Actually, you would probably watch this because they're documentaries. Oh, the I toys think I have actually the toys that made us. Yes, I think you I have. Did watch oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's actually I only saw the Star Wars episode. Yeah. I want to watch the Transformers and the He-Man yeah. episode. And okay, stuff I like haven't that. watched the Transformers or He-Man one, but yeah, I think yeah, I did yeah. watch the, mm-hmm. the Star Wars one. I yeah, yeah exactly. So uh, cool. All right, all right. Okay. Uh, anyway, don't look for a Virtual Fighter game specifically, but crushing everybody's keeping the trademark hopes, alive. Man. Okay. Um, 
SNK's Yasuyuki Oda states that King of Fighters 14 on the Switch is a possibility. Great. Uh, not a big deal, but I just wanted to talk about that because put all fighting games on the Switch, please. Not a great way to play necessarily for controls. It's not like I want it to be for tournaments, but yeah. man, for traveling. It's like I said, when I did that one uh, NA playground thing, like literally Goichi on the way to the airport to fly to Canada bought Dragon Ball on the Switch, and while we're all just sitting there, he's just sitting there playing against the computer with his characters, hey. and learning things, and tr- he, he was he was uh, experimenting with Cooler. He was learning uh-huh. Cooler just so he could figure out what that character does and Smart stuff man. like that. Dude, having fighting games on the Switch is just like the greatest Perfect. thing, dude. It's so good. Agreed. It's so good. Agreed. Although, yes, for sure, KOF would probably be easier to put on there than like Tekken, you know, graphically and stuff like that. So. All right, all right. Actually, I hope, hope that occurs. Okay, yeah. Anyways, uh, I guess there's a glitch in Soul Calibur 6 that lets Voldo and Tira use, like, get, like, supers without using any super meter. I saw that. A lot of people are talking about that. That's going to get patched out For right sure. away. Uh, Namco's been really good about patching out things For like sure. that. So, I, I, it's not, I, I didn't, like, I saw, I read the headline and I saw a video and I was like, a little curious as to how it occurred, but not that much because I know it's going to be gone yeah, for sure. So I didn't actually gone. look yeah. into it. And, and Infinite Soul Charge, right. For sure, for sure. And, you know, to be fair, the Voldos that I played online, none of them did it. So you know, none of them were taking advantage no. of it. Yeah. So uh, Mikado Arcade had a Vampire Hunter Championship. Uh, Vampire Hunter 2018. Is that the one with Phobos? The, yes, that is the one with Phobos Sick. slash Whitzel. Yeah. Um, that character's so cool. Yeah, that character is cool. Uh, but it's out there. It is out on YouTube right now. The channel is, they don't have an official channel name, but I'm sure if you do a search for uh, Mikado. I follow that. I'm oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, and you didn't catch it, huh? Or maybe it's No, not. Maybe, I mean, I, there's a lot of things that happen. Oh, okay, okay. Where is this? Well, it's somewhere in there, so you can definitely look for that. That should be cool. I actually really would love to go. It's watch right there. It's that. on the top left. Oh, was it? Okay. Uh, I highly recommend following Mikado's YouTube channel. Highly recommend following Kohatsu's YouTube channel. And then there was one more that also shows old janky games. Um, I'll think about it. There's Acho, right? Acho Arcade. Yeah, yeah, Acho. Those are those are three really cool oh, there it is, YouTube Hunter. channels to follow. Four hours Vampire Hunter now. If you guys want to watch, if you guys want to know what we went through in terms of broken games, that would be a good one to start with, because there is definitely some jank. I I have talked about how Bishman was just like stupidly oh. OP in that game, so at least I thought so. He was one of my favorite. Ca- he was my main character in that game, and he was just so dumb. Like good. even back then, I didn't even realize how dumb he was, and now I, I now that I can think about it, I can see why I was winning all the time with that character, because he's just like I said, he's just broken, dude. Wow, I didn't know the Mikado has setups that are modded so you can use pad. That is pretty cool. That is cool, yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Okay. Dude, Siegfried is annoying, Croton. Oh, God. There's so many characters that are annoying. Mm, It's a full of obnoxious characters game, for Uh, sure. sure. (laughs) Uh, What else else we got in terms of news before we prattle on about Soul Uh, Calibur? Wednesday Night Fights in Orange County. Yeah. So the original Wednesday Night Fights is adding Skullgirls. Pokin Tournament DX and ARMS as monthly tournaments. Oh, very cool. So I think they're just going to run them once a month, basically, Smart. like that. And I think that's super cool. Yeah, I think agreed. that absolutely all three of those games you know, deserve to have that kind of shine. They so. all have scenes, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think so that's really go. cool. Okay, that's the last I have in terms of FGC news, 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 news.
Okay. Yes, we did talk about Omen of Sorrow. We have definitely done that. So Climax of Night is this weekend, eh? Oh, that's right. That's the Undernight tournament that's coming up this weekend, right? Is it just Undernight? I think there's other stuff, too. Uh, Undernight, Melty Blood. It's right. It's the it's the it's the it's the French bread tournament. Okay. It's the French bread tournament. That's right. Yeah, Undernight singles, BB tag singles, Melty Blood, and Dengeki Bunko fighting Climax. Oh, cool! Nice. Very cool. Yeah. Two hundred folks there. That's awesome. I think that's the right thing to do. To be honest with you, is just start trying to do more tournaments geared towards like the certain fighting game genres. You know. Especially ones that. You know, yeah, they overlap a lot, ones. right? Yeah, 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 exactly. So, uh, cool. Uh, yes. Okay. So there we go. Uh, we could do the miscellaneous section here now, but the miscellaneous section is probably going to cover a lot of fighting game stuff because I've been playing a lot of Soul Calibur recently. Soul Calibur Six. So I finally got to sit down and play it, and I've been using Killick. Killick. And because uh, I figured he was basic and very simple, and he would have good long range, and he'd be, you know, have a standard neutral and all now, that stuff like that. Now, coming to that decision. What were you basing your idea on? Uh, absolutely nothing. Hope. Hope and prayer and the fact that the one time I played a Soul Calibur game at a, at a semantic office where they had it in their lunch break room, uh, I used Killick because I just because he looks like uh, Zhao Yun from the Romance of the Three Kingdoms series. So I just well, it might not even have been him. It might have been the staff guy that had a different name. But you know how that's like Li Long and Maxi, yeah. right, and stuff like that. So uh, I went with uh, Killick in that game, and um, turns out that I think that he is not very beginner friendly at all. I don't think he has great range at all. Yeah. I think his neutral is very weird and very hard and. Uh, he might be one of the least mashiest characters in the game because I lose a lot to people who go hey, 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 and I can't do anything because I have no range to stop them and all my moves are really slow and duck. everything like that. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what I've had to learn how to do is just find the right signs uh-huh. to duck and sidestep and stuff like that. So, turns out uh, it is not exactly the... <laughs> Flow played Killick five minutes in trainer mode and mop people online, and then he said, I do that for James, but Killick is boring. Yeah, uh, probably not exactly the most enjoyable. But the interesting thing about it was I started talking to Party Wolf and Hayate, the two best Killicks probably right now. Okay. Um, and, you know, Party Wolf's like, yeah, you know, just DM me and I'll help you out or whatever like that. And then Hayate was like, yeah. And then he literally said, he's like, Killick's not the easiest to learn. Because I basically said, I feel like Killick gets outrushed by rushdown characters and outzoned by zoning characters. So he has, like, no specialty. So what is he supposed to do? Yeah. Like, I don't know what to do in his neutral because I don't feel like he has great range and stuff like that. And literally, Hayate is like, I don't think Killick is a beginner character. He has one of the hardest neutrals. Like, he has a hard neutral to understand. Interesting. And I was like, okay. So, I what again, the thing that makes me happy about it is that my assessment was correct. You know, what I, like well, that's okay. The, yeah, yeah. The, when I was playing, I was like, I don't feel like he, I can use him in either way that I want to, and his neutral is not as like, like grow, for example, like Siegfried, like all these other characters are just like ping, 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 and you're just like, I don't know what to do, and you just like block and die, like he, like Killick is like the the least like that. I feel like out of a lot of the characters, so. But uh, so I'm thinking of uh, switching to Song Mina, 
who so, is no. Killick with the range that I thought. Oh, she's that, what you thought Killick would yeah, be. Yeah, she's who yeah. what I thought Killick would be. And everybody says she's really derpy. She's obviously wrong. Yeah, everywhere. Like, I, I mess with her in training mode. Some people are like, yeah, you can do this combo. And I was like, okay, so from, like, this far away, I hit AB and I hit you. And then I can do, like, 800 damage off of that, like, from that far. I was like, what? <laughs> why does why is this why does everything work with this character? Yeah. So, so I might actually uh, try to use that character. So, um, but I'm going to stick with Killick for a little bit just because I'm... He's, there's just like uh, I've learned him a lot already, so I want to see how he does. However, and again, you know, I, I'm playing on stream. I'm getting salty, you know, because people are out zoning me, people are rushing me down, and everything like that. But yeah. that, that's just standard me, right? I'm sure. always salty when I play fighting games. I'll tell you this though, I'm having a lot of fun playing this game. Yes. Like, there's a lot of me that just wants to go back and play it again, and it doesn't feel like it's as much work as, like, Tekken is. Like, Tekken, you just gotta know, like, oh, this character, you sidestep this direction, this is a one break, That's a, this throws a one, you got the frame data here. Like, Soul Calibur feels more like the, I, I can just go and have fun. Kind of game, you know. Well, I, I feel like there's a very high ceiling. There's like yes. a lot of complexity yes. in it. Yes. But with the way that the movement works, with the way that there's obviously a horizontal button and obviously a vertical button, like there's, mm-hmm. there, there's, it's more approachable. Right. Exactly. Sure. Exactly. I'm not saying that. Again, when I'm saying like a game has, I don't equate easier entry to high ceiling at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. This game, definitely when it gets to the higher levels, you need to know the frame data Obviously, and all that yeah, stuff yeah. like that. But for the most part, and somebody said this about Street Fighter V, and I've had this opinion in a kind of different way, is that I don't like the fact that Street Fighter V, every move leaves you right next to the opponent. Mm. So you have to know the frame data, right? So someone else brought it up to uh, Javits in the fact that he said, I just don't feel like there's enough pushback on normals. Because, like, when you, like, in Super Turbo, almost nothing left you right next to the guy, right? Every time you block some, like, even Phelong, Rekka, 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 you, nobody oh, could yeah. do anything to that, right? Because you just pushed them away and stuff like that. So, like, Soul Calibur feels like that to me as a fighting game. It's just things just have range, and even it could be, like, negative 80, but, like, you just add a range where they can't really do anything about it, and the movement is really freeform. So it just uh, it just feels like you can approach that game and just start having fun with it. You know what I mean? And and it, I don't know. There's just a, And like you said, the fact that vertical, okay, sidestep. Yeah, horizontal, right, right. okay, crouch. Yeah. It's just very intuitive. I mean, like, you do that in 3D games anyway, but there's the horizontal button. It's the, it's the one right. that yeah, yeah, yeah. is, and you know, it's just very clearly delineated. But, I mean, switch. Tekken also, you have to know whether to sidestep left or right. Now, there are some moves in Soul Calibur. There's yeah. a few of them. Yeah. But for the most part, if someone's hitting B, 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 if you sidestep sure. it, you will, you yep. will avoid them, right? right? So, for the most part. So, yeah. there's a few of them. Like, there, there's A's that you can sidestep one way or the other. Right. Or there's yeah, A plus yeah, B's yeah. that you can do mm-hmm, that too. But, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, not B's, you just... Exactly. So, but, yeah, I mean, for me, I just... I'm I'm really enjoying it. I, I like I feel like when I win, I I, I feel, I'm having fun. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like I'm mm-hmm. just having fun, dude. I mean, I I definitely fought one guy that I know got super salty because he was beating me up so badly, and I had no life left, and I ringed him out. And the next round, I was fighting, and then. He, he was beating me really badly and then I rung him out. Yes. And then the last game he was beating me really badly and I rung him out. Sick. I know he, he must have been so mad. Well, at why that does point. he keep getting towards the corner? Well, the, one time he, I, I, you know what? That was 
for me, Hello. for me, that's what I was saying. I was like, it's your fault. It's his you, fault. You keep doing this, but also Killick has some amazing ring out ability. Actually, if you do it right, you can actually ring out uh, pretty far away. So, yeah, exactly. Nagaba says Killick has a really good uh, ring out game, mm. but yeah, it's the game is. Uh, I mean, there is definitely, like, Voldo freaking, like, drives at you in his stupid little car mode, and, like... His car mode, I like it. Yeah, his car mode. Dude, that thing is stupid, dude. It seems good. Because if you sidestep it, you can't punish him, because he just goes away. He's out of there, yeah. And so if you block it, and you try to hit him before he does another car, he can do the trampoline instead, and so you, you put Car this... versus trampoline. Exactly, it's dude. One of those two. It's, really, it's... it's it, yeah, let's transform and roll out. They should add the Transformer sound effect to Voldo. Oh, but Grow, dude, oh, God, Grow was so mashy and, like, Siegfried and, dude, Talum, I don't know what the hell she's doing. She's just jumping over me and hitting me all over the place. I mean, Talum is supposed to be that character. She's, yeah, 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 yeah. She is the up-close buttons character. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Grow, so I've been playing a lot against Sanchez. Oh, does he play he Grow? He plays Grow. Oh, sick. Yeah. I'm going to need to play him, yeah. Um, and as I've been playing against him, I've been figuring out the character a little bit more. Uh like it's all understandable you know what i mean like it's not it's not so in the weeds and it took mm-hmm. it took maybe half a dozen games against him before i was like all right here's like basically the options mm-hmm. now can i recognize which one's which fast enough to have the proper solution every time mm-hmm. yet definitely not right but like i see after it happens i'm like i could have pressed uh like to be there, right. I mean, like yeah, I could, yeah, I could have yeah. pressed four, four A there. Like I could have right. done things. And see, that's the toughest thing because I think my problem with that is that I'm using Killick, right? Because one, I can't outzone zoners, right? So I'm terrified of Astaroth. I'm terrified of Ivy. Like they just blow me up all the time. But then also, when someone rushes me down, I can't counter because my two B has absolutely no range at all whatsoever. Right, so my 2B is worthless. So anytime someone does anything to me, they push themselves at a range where my if I 2A, they hit me with their next mashy button string. If, if you're crouching? Yeah, uh-huh, if I'm crouching. Well, yeah. Right, so the tough thing is, honestly, I, I, is that character has trouble. He's like Mario. He's like good at everything, but doesn't excel at anything, right? Until you activate Soul Charge. Which is what I was watching Party Wolf do in that long set with Sonic Fox. I was always scared to activate that thing because you're just killing yourself. He had full life, he would just activate it. And then, like, he is just the most broken-ass, stupid character in Soul Charge. So next time I play, I'm just going to start Soul yeah. Charging like crazy. Good. Because that character in Soul Charge is so dumb. Is like is like so broken and like it's funny because like I'm sitting there talking about like how bad his lethal hit conditions are and everything yeah. like that, and then like like Party Wolf's landing it on Sonic Fox. He's like, these conditions are so stupid. Like uh, he gets condition, he gets lethal hits everywhere. So I'm like, okay, you know, I I just need to go crazy. That's so. good. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I played a lot against Flo yesterday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, he beat me. Was it bad? I mean, of course it was bad, yeah. <laughs> oh. Was uh, it Talon versus Astaroth? No, so he played a bunch of different characters. He played oh, probably okay. five different characters. Okay. And annoyingly, each time that I played against the character of his, like four or five times, and the next game, I came into it like, I'm beginning to get Oh, things. no, and then he did the thing where he changed he characters. New character. oh. I mean, I'm sure I still would have lost anyway, but at least it would have right. been nice uh-huh. to have like, been able to try out my, like, and confirm. I think I can duck that. Yeah, you know, I, I didn't dude, get a chance. Yeah, 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 dude. 
I uh, hate that, dude. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it I wasn't intentional, but that. you know. Um, yeah. And I did take rounds. Okay, In fact, okay. I I got a couple of times on his Taki. I got two rounds. Oh, that's right, Taki. Yeah, not Talim. I said Talim, didn't I? Or did I say Taki? Uh, I think he. Oh, it doesn't yeah, matter. Whatever. There's too many of the um, two characters. Yeah, he definitely blew me up for sure. Okay. But it was it was good to see. You know, it was good right, practice. Yeah, yeah. It was really mm-hmm, nice. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was a lot of fun. And even though I definitely got dunked, it was definitely fun and it was useful for figuring things out. Yeah. I, I, super good. So like I said, I, I jumped in to play Soul Calibur at around 5 p.m. yesterday and intended to play till maybe about like 8 or 9 and stop. Okay. Okay. I went to 1 a.m., okay? So I played the game for literally 8, like 7 to 8 hours, and I just didn't stop because I started watching replays during it. And like like uh, I was watching uh, Party Wolf's Killick online and stuff like that. I was doing all this stuff. I started messing with Xiongmina and I did it. And then I just went back and played some more Killick online. And when I went back the, at the end of the night, like I felt like it was doing a little bit better with Killick. Like things were making more sense. I was doing a lot more. Makes sense. Like, uh, you know, just after having watched a lot of that footage and stuff like that, I was just getting a better idea. I still think he's probably a bad character for me, yeah. and 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 I don't think he is a beginner character. Everyone yeah. says uh, so Sofitia and uh, Mits, Mitsu are uh, yeah. uh, Mits, Mitsu, Mitsurugi. Mitsurugi are the good beginner characters. So, but Sophie I still seems pretty easy. I still have no idea what the hell Yoshi Mitsu is doing. That character's gonna. I feel like I feel like I see two different Yoshi's, not just online but in tournaments. Mm-hmm. One is the mega simple. He just has excellent regular buttons kind of Yoshi. Right. Uh-huh. Just, there's no trickiness. He's just super good at that stuff. And then the other one's flying around doing whatever crazy crap, unblockables and stuff. And it seems like there's not really like the mix Yoshi player. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the one that uh-huh, puts those uh-huh. two together. It's right, like one yeah. or the other. So one of the things I want to mention here, uh, someone said. Uh, why is so flow so good on casuals but not in tourneys? You mm. know, that's where the float comes from and stuff like that. But he is one of the best casual players I've ever played against. Sure. Honestly, I think Aliun is the European version of Flow. Oh, probably. Because he's I mean, like, he was at that invite, didn't do well, and then he rematched Kazunoko and like beat him casually on like in like a salty suite or whatever like that. It's just Aliun has the same situation, yeah. right? And then, I'm glad OG War Destroyer asked, where did I get this shirt? Okay. Well, you can actually get this shirt at uh, 86.com. And if you use the URL, tinyurl.com slash 86jchenzor, that is my affiliate link where you can go there and uh, grab a shirt and part of the proceeds will get will go to me. They have a lot of cool Street Fighter, great Guilty Gear shirts. Their Guilty Gear shirts are immaculate, pretty much, but they've also got Skullgirls and nice. Killer Instinct and stuff like that. This I Voted sticker, however, does not come with the shirt. The only way you could have did that is if you went and voted, so if you do not have the sticker today, then... Got a widow, huh? Yeah, exactly. So. Okay, there you go. Oh, uh, yeah. <clears throat> anyway, yeah, I've been playing a lot of Calibre 2, and it's very, very fun. Again, that's tinyurl.com slash 86jchenzor. But yeah, no, I, I, I like good game. I, when I think back to Soul, like when I after I would finish playing Tekken and I felt like I was learning and everything like that. Every time I wanted to jump back into it, there was this kind of dread feeling a little bit, kind of just like okay, I gotta put in that work again. Oh yeah. God, I'm gonna run to a Shaoyu or whatever. But like, 
when I think about going back to Soul Calibur, I just picture myself running around and just like swinging and like I don't know. There's like something yeah. about that that makes me happy. Oh uh, no, for sure. You know? I get it. And again, I get really salty on stream. That's but that's just me because I just get salty. That's just how it is. So yeah. I had one of those epiphanies today that happens when I pick up new games uh, and I'm playing them a lot. Uh-huh. Where I was driving around and I was thinking like. Why does everybody keep telling me to do Poseidon's side so often as Astro? That's the one where he swings around in a circle. Oh, okay. And if you get hit by the first hit, it's like 40% damage. Okay, it's okay, wild. okay. But it's like 30, 35 frame startup, something like that. Yeah, Quite yeah. A lot. And it's because as Astroth, uh, you have good zoning tools, but you have basically one chance. And if the opponent blocks or evades one of those zoning uh-huh. tools, they get, they're in your face. Oh really? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, but so if you block something, run at him. Basically. Just get in there. Okay. Okay. Um, I mean, it's not, he's not entirely without options, but it's not great. But with Poseidon's Tide, you have the ability to move yourself around as you're swinging around. Oh right. Like you right. can pilot yeah, yourself yeah, yeah. a little uh-huh. bit. So it's a way to zone with potentially the ability to escape as well, but also a way to move forward if you want to, because mm. you're a little blender moving forward right, and the opponent is safe on block. Okay. So. okay. Yeah, I mean, I got it. But it was just, it's one of those things where, like, when I'm playing a game a lot, I'm just thinking about it at all times. Yeah, 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 Even yeah. though in my, I wasn't actively thinking about the game. I just popped into my head, like, hey, idiot, this is why everybody keeps telling you to do the thing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, that's right. I did want to address this. I okay. did want to address this. I do hate reversal edges. Do you? A lot. Yeah? I hate them a lot. And it has nothing to do with the fact that it has armor. Okay. It has nothing to do with the fact that they're, they're broken or whatever. Because once you fight someone who reverses ledge, you sidestep it and they basically die and stuff like that. I just really hate the rock, paper, scissor game that comes afterwards. Yeah? I do not enjoy it at all because it, it feels non-intelligent. It, it, it is literally rock, but paper, But it's weighted. It's not literally. It's, it's weighted. Every character right. gets better options out of... Certain ones, but it's I don't know. It's it feels disruptive to the flow. I don't like like I just feel like it interrupts my gameplay. Like I would have liked more stalemate situations. Like I would have liked it if like I hit like I like guarding and then just ending it, right? Though I don't know why sometimes when I hit guard it clashes. You flash white? Yeah, well no, it, I know the flash white is the just defend yeah. kind of thing, but like do you know what the just defend does? Uh, makes it so you don't take chip uh, guard damage. Oh, okay, okay. But like sometimes when we go into the reverse, or chip edge, damage if they're in. I hit. So I hit charge. guard. So if they hit guard, do we clash? Basically, is it? Guard oh, in reversal edge. In reversal mean? edge. Yeah. Uh, uh, some of the options lose. To oh, block they hit anything? vertical, and you guard. It goes to round two. That's why. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but in any case, the, I I just I I don't like it. it for one, I'm like wrong every single time I do it. Wow, right? there you go. That's well, one what's, problem. What does Killick get damage out of? Like, what's his best option? Uh, they all lead to good damage, basically. Oh, really? Yeah, they are. They're, it's pretty average. I, so. I guess there must be some characters that are like that, but for others, there's like clearly the better option. Right? Yeah, yeah. For for Astaroth, you got to do like online. Sometimes vertical. what I'll do is run myself right to the corner uh-huh. and then just stand there. And do a reverse ledge when they come close, and then everybody's expecting horizontal or vertical, so I can ring themselves out, uh-huh, right? Uh-huh. So I get a thousand percent damage of just doing what beats that. I beating uh, pressing horizontal because they're right, going to yeah, press yeah, yeah, yeah. kick, right? Yeah. Um, he basically has the dark phoenix. So I always get damage out of the situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's which the is dark, a lot of fun. It's the dark phoenix 
basically. So you are you always have to block down down uh, tag, so you don't oh. lose your meter, right? Yeah. So the uh, guy always gets a free up or side yeah. tag on you and gets to do a ton of damage. So, so. I, I think it's a fine mechanic myself. I like that there's different options out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the mix-up game is like just like any other mix-up. It's not any dumber than other mix-ups that the game has. Less dumb in some situations, dude. Yeah, there's some crazy I, stuff. I just, like I said, it just it feels disruptive. Like, now I've got to play this stupid mini-game all of a sudden. I don't know. I just, you did anyway. It was just, there wasn't like an intro to it, but you already had to play the pilo or whatever. Yeah, but it. it's like more conducive to it and like it's it's there's not like this crazy armor thing that leads into it let's just put it okay. that way so you know what i mean so if it was like if it was like a, a partial mechanic if it was like a burst mechanic like injustice and then you had to play that okay but it's like constantly it's like it's there and you can end up playing it like seven times in a match you know what i mean and it's just like Right, exactly, and so I don't know. It's just like I like it's great as as Astaroth to run to the corner of a wallless stage uh-huh. because then if you're at the right little corner, both horizontal and vertical will ring oh, out yeah, yeah, one yeah, direction yeah. or the mm-hmm. other. Mm-hmm. And then if I land kick, then it's a fifty-fifty. Right. Yeah, you can sidestep them, obviously. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Obviously. Yeah. I think it's I think it's cool. Yeah, and guard break attacks, which I've been using more as I've gotten a little bit stronger at the game. It's cool. Yeah, I need uh, Killix guard break moves aren't very good, so at least I haven't found the right one for it. Maybe what so. I what I found more as I've been playing the game is that it's not necessarily about speed. Like mm-hmm, that's not mm-hmm. that's not necessarily the most important option for moves because people want to sidestep a lot. Right. They want to duck. They want to reverse ledge. They want to guard impact. Right. There are all, are all these things that intentionally doing slower moves will actually beat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So as Astaroth, I found myself really out of luck at the beginning because I, he doesn't have like a very fast move, mm-hmm, and the ones mm-hmm. that are fast don't deal too much damage. So, but as I've been playing more, I've been doing more slower moves up close. I've right. been bringing out thirty frame moves like at point blank, and people are trying to sidestep and they get hit. Like it's yeah. there's a lot more depth to when you press buttons in that game. Yeah. Well, okay. So the reason why I don't like Killix, uh break attacks is because he doesn't have one on the A button. He doesn't have a close-up horizontal break move that you can't sidestep. All of his breaks are on B. Every single break that he has is sidesteppable. So in other words, I don't have something that can cover both the sidestep and the yeah. reversal edge option. And that's that's where it frustrates oh. me. Oh, well, that's, that's where it reasonable. Me. So, yeah. Uh, hey. Capcom Connect is starting right now. Oh shoot! I didn't even it's realize we were there. It's eight o'clock p.m. at Pacific Times. Oh man, I wanted to talk about like Tetris and stuff like that. Well, so. okay, we'll save it for next week then, I guess. Well, oh, that's right, not next week. All right, so let me just say this: I played Tetris Effect demo, right? Uh, I was playing the marathon mode, which is clear 150 lines. I could only get like 350,000 points. The top person was like a million, and I was like, "What the hell?" So I was like, start at a higher level. I'm like, you could do that? And so I found that you could start at a higher level. So I started at a higher level. And I still only made it to about 600 and something thousand points. But uh, I was ranked 40 something on the board. And I was the fourth highest US player uh, on the board under 
Uh, Wumbo, who is just ridiculous, he's like the crazy, and Kevin DDR was on there, and then one other guy. So I was fourth right behind all three of those all guys. Right. Wumbo Ties actually showed up uh, on my Twitter feed and showed me what he did, and he uses this crazy ST stacking system to get the score. So I'm trying to learn that now. It's really freaking hard, but um, uh, yeah, like I'm I'm already doing super awesome on that. So that's cool, like, dude. Yeah. So trust me, there's going to be a lot of Tetris for me coming soon. So nice. okay. Uh, uh, Capcom Connect is happening. There was an announcement of the players who will be there tonight. Yes. As for me talking political stuff. Uh, I haven't paid attention to what happened in the last two and a half hours, which I, I imagine is probably the most important time of the entire night. So, um, <laughs> you're gonna want to go find out. I'm a little bummed, but I don't know anything, and I'm basically gonna skedaddle and find out as much as I possibly yes. can. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in. Go watch yourself some Capcom Connect. I do have my phone here. Looks right here. Uh, Sorry. There we go. Yeah, I just don't have any info, guys. Uh, Dem's looking like they got the house, huh? Well, it would have been surprising if that didn't seem the case. But anyway, I'll figure it out. You thought that was the end. No, he de- he no, definitely no, thought no. that was the no, end. You see his dance right no, there? No, 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 no. You have to stop. I have to switch the scenes before the song ends. So I had to go and let go, stop dancing so I could click the thing. 100%. I did not think it was going to end right there. <laughs> All right. <laughs>